Cold gales blow from the windy city across the astral sea to Icewind Dale, where intrepid heroes seek to end the everlasting winter. Huddled around a single hot dog and a bottle of Malort, the party works to stay warm. Thinko. Pairs of hands extend over the steaming sausage. Hello, it's Ricky Steele, half-elf bard at your service. At your leisure, whatever the task, it will be my pleasure. Hi, it's Skid, the Goblin Druid. It's the moon that circles me. That's my orcish pal Thrax here. Thrax, by my bow, we fight for the wolf tribe. Yeah, wolf tribe They call this one the Pilgrim. And this one is a human life cleric who worships the paths. This one is here to accompany those who walk. Hey, name's Barry, Barry Paca. Portal wizard here and proprietor of the Den of Inquities. Best damn tattoo parlor in the Ten Towns. Best offense is a strong defense in my book. Together, they press into the winds to fracture the freeze over Ten Towns and bring an end to the Frost Maiden who conjured it. We're at Studios presents The Chicago Table. <laughs> Cheers. Hello. Clink. Cheers. Clinkies. Clinks all around. Good mead. Clink to F. That um, cast of mead are missing. A verbig has come to the city. Uh, the town speaker tried to protect, um, tried to protect everyone, and he was killed. Oops. Yep. Oops is right. And that was Speaker Kendrick. He's dead. Uh, you guys have accepted a quest to go return the mead. Um, taverns throughout ten towns depend on these deliveries of honey mead, so um, this is you know a task that's going to end up helping most of ten towns to get their booze. And so you guys are heading north. You heard that the lair was to the north. Um, that's where the Verbig stampeded off to, carrying the casts of honey mead with it. It's in like the woods, correct? Yes, you're going to be traveling through the woods to the north. Oh, Drax, uh, Ricky Steele, you got those lights for us? Me and Drax can follow the trail real good. You can't see in the dark. We can, we can, we can. What time is it right now? It's ever-loving winter. Oh, yes, it's fairly dark all the time. Fairly dark, but uh, let's see, what was that? Was like, I believe it was like a two-hour trip, right? It wasn't a long one. No. You I guys, think, and we traveled, you guys like, took Axe Beaks. You're right. That's right, we paid for them. So that was... East Haven to Goodmead. So, yeah, that was only two hours, a two hour trip. And you guys left in the morning. You're right, you're right. Don't need the light. Probably like afternoon then ish? Yeah, it's probably still even. Oh, like, like 11 a.m. or something, yeah. Sick. Lunchtime. Skin Thrax will start following those tracks north. With, or leading the group, I should say, north. Um, I'm going to put my um, hands on the back of. Um, the pilgrim that is and put the hands on the back his hands on the back of skid and say uh um guide us well the paths have told this one keep walking keep walking keep walking you should do the same keep walking keep walking keep walking yeah 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 
Oh, the whole point of that, I'm sorry, was to give him guidance. <laughs> God damn. I'm stupid as shit. You know when you get way too into the role playing and description of the thing, you don't even fucking say the mechanics? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, you get a fucking D4. God damn. So, you guys so know, dumb, uh, dude. You guys know for a good meet here that uh, to the north is a forest. Um, so there's the path that goes west to um, Dugan's Hole. Yes. And the path east, northeast to the east way and where you came from in East Haven, etc. Uh, to the south is the Red Waters, and to the north is this forest that uh, basically lies in between uh, here and Bryn Shandir. Make our way to the forest. Is that enough? Bow out. Yeah, I think it's safe to say um, the goblin and the orc in particular, but I think we're all keeping eyes out for tracks, but I'm sure they're spearheading that. Not trying to speak for them, but. Hunt tracks. Yeah, also, as we're walking into the forest, <clears throat> I imagine it's a little bit darker, and I'm just going to cast light on my scrimshawed bracers just so I got a little bit more light. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, you do see you see the very big uh, steps, and you also see what looks like five uh, five sets of footprints as well. Uh, like people that had come out of town, like some of the militia going after it. Obviously. Surprised to see if these fools are still alive. So as you press north, a figure in cold weather clothing lurches out of the woods in plain view, running as fast as he can through the deep snow. Slung over his back are a pair of animal traps, one which appears to contain a panicked fox. Right. Right. Zade. Oh my god. Oh my god. Holy shit. Quiet, there's something here. Large. Are you running from it? There's... I was out in the woods checking my traps. I, I came... Grizzly scene. Uh, d- dead bodies. Tons of dead bodies. Where? Uh, somewhere to the to the north. If You, you can follow my tracks and f- find the way there. Northwest. Reed, do you know which way town is? It's uh, hours away. That's where I'm heading to right now. Town's actually like ten minutes from here. Does he look fucked up or anything? No, he looks fine. Okay. Just startled? Yes. Gotcha. He had hunting traps and a live rabbit in the back? Oh, he has a live fox in one of the traps. Can we... Oi! That fox! You caught it, yeah? Yeah, Yes, I did. Haven't you killed it yet? He, uh... He saved himself to calm down a little bit because now you're talking about the animals and it's taking his mind off because he's clearly a trapper. I keep them alive. At least for now. What do you mean? Would it's I do- suffering. What would I kill it? It's 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 not suffering. It's just in a cage trap. Oh, I thought it was in a in a clamp trap. Yeah, it's in a regular a regular uh, cage. Look. Are you going to sacrifice it? No. <laughs> <laughs> do you need us to? I mean, you, I can sell it to you. Sell it to you for a gold piece. Deal. And he unshoulders the uh, the little lockbox and hands you a fox inside of a, a, cha- a little thing. Uh, DM, how cute is this fox? It's adorable. Okay. Does it have big, um, wet anime eyes as mm-hmm. it looks at us? Yeah, it's got white fur. Oh. little arctic fox looking. Skittle kneel down and scritch it behind the air. Yeah, except this, it accepts the pets. Seems a little bit more uh, relaxed. It does seem skittish, though, because it is still stuck in a cage. Run free, little one. Run free and scooch it off. Well, the fox will actually come out of the cage and just kind of nestle around your leg. 
What's happening here? <laughs> He's gonna walk the path with us. He's with us for now, Drax. He's with us for now. All right. He's watching. Yeah, it seems uh, enamored by you because you let it out of the cage. And, well, uh, th thanks for that. I'm going to get back to town and uh, drink that away. What I just saw. Good luck if you guys look way more equipped to handle this than I do. We'll follow your path that you laid before us. This one thanks you. He'll nod uh, that all of you and then take a and start running back to town. As he's running back, can I can I say, Hey, Milkskin, what's your name? We can look you up. Theft. Okay, Theft Morn. Man. Good luck. Uh, and he's a human as well, by the way. Cool. Yeah, I call it, I said Milkskin, so yeah, human. Yeah. It's mostly a white fox, right? Yeah, it's an Arctic fox. Was he pretty wrapped up, or were there any identifying qualities or features to him? Was he pretty wrapped up? He's pretty wrapped up. He's got his yeah. cold weather gear on, yeah. goggles. Okay. Uh, looks like he was outside for quite some time. Uh, you know, you would assume that his story of him checking his traps has checked out since he was also carrying the fox. Cool. Yeah, I wanted to see if he was covered in blood, but I don't think he is. No, he said he wasn't. His fellow, he's tracks not. Mm. Our new friend. Yes. Be careful. That fox might... Uh, well, at least they're quiet. Skid's pulling out a good berry and giving it to the fox as Thrax is talking to him. Yeah, the fox uh, seems like it wants you to carry him. <laughs> I'll carry him. I love to carry him. I'm waiting for the moment where you, you snap its neck as a sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have that around for when Grum, who shall be not be named, uh, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> may need him. It's true, but it's also... Sometimes you see him like that, all caged, and you know, and sometimes they just deserve to go back. It's better to be free. To be free. Like you help me be. Well, let us, let us find these dead bodies. Let's get them. I can uh, smell them almost. Yeah, the tracks are very easy to follow. They're very fresh, as a, this guy just literally came from the spot. So you begin, um, again, basically moving northwards uh, where the Verbeeg was also pointed in the direction of, uh, you can, they, these tracks, uh, they basically separate a little bit, but uh, you eventually come on to, uh, amid the snow-covered pines, you discover basically the remains of five militia members. Uh, they look like they've been clubbed to death, and uh, snow has begun to settle on their corpses. That's quite a way to go. They look grisly, beaten to death by quite a large instrument. Maybe you, you think a bear killed him? No, I think a, a verbig probably bludgeoned him to death with some it's kind grisly. of tree. Grizzly? You think a bear did it? And a grizzly is a there's a grizzly with two z's and a grizzly with an s. Did either of you go to school? Uh, what? We, we had something like school, but. Uh, now we learned things. Never mind. Let's examine these corpses and figure out what's going on. Maybe, you know, check them for anything that uh, might be of value. Yeah, I could, I could teach you how to do something with their intestines. That's what we learned in school. I don't don't want to do anything with anyone's intestines. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry. We could skin them quite fast. I'm not going to skin anyone. Flet them if needed. We don't need to them. do it quick, though, because they're getting cold. We, we're not eating humanoid corpses. Uh, we don't do that. Okay. 
so these members that when you when you look at the uh, corpses or at least inspect them a little bit more, you find that their basically their chests and heads are caved in, like hit with a large club. You know this to be a different weapon than what the Verbeek was using, which was a spear. You do see giant footprints of something large. Uh, if anyone of you want to like analyze it further, you might be able to tell the, what it is. And uh, at the same time... Are they the human... I'm sorry, are they humanoid-looking footprints? No. Oh. Are they bipedal? They're, yeah, bipedal. Larger footprints. There might be two of them? Oh, two different things? Can these I are different. These are different footprints than the uh, vertigs. Get down on yeah knees and take a look. Mm-hmm. And I'd say roll uh, either survival, history, or perception. Survival's nineteen. Nineteen? Yeah, you would know these uh, footprints. You've seen these before in the wild, and it would be of an ogre. Shit, ogre too. Just mm-hmm. an idea. This one has seen skid change and take many forms. Perhaps we're dealing with something that can do the same between a verbeek and oh, an ogre or other I things. Oh shit, I didn't even fucking think of that. Just an idea. Otherwise, it seems that Ricky might be correct that we might be dealing with two enemies. Or some sort of more convoluted situation rather than just taking out. Yeah, my, what if it's a settlement of big things? A giant thing and an ogre thing? What if it's... What if it's- Proceed with caution, but we should move quickly before anyone else gets hurt. Yeah, do you guys want to do anything with these corpses? Not really. I don't really want to touch them, but... Perhaps we burn them and so they do not come back to life or something. No, 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 no. Not yet, though. Not if, not on the track. Maybe on the way back, though. Because, yeah, they say if you die in the snow, then the the maiden gets you or some shit. Can I... Skid exactly. of can, can either of you tell if the, uh, the footprints go off in different directions or is there a singular direction? I'm not really skilled at tracking. Do the ogre tracks look like they're leading towards the same way that the initial verbi path was leading? The assumption is yes. Okay. Also, I'm checking the pockets on the bodies. <laughs> is there any other... Uh, anything you need me to roll or anything... Any information or... No, uh, they're basically wearing the town's militia garb. Uh... Their armor was no match for this giant clubbing, and you basically just find like some personal effects, like uh, basically standard, standard weaponry, standard short swords, um, jack total, yeah, lint, a broken rubber band, a piece of string. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They they went out to they obviously were the ones that gave chase to the Verbeek after the town speaker was killed, and they died um, doing that. So you know there was no time to grab anything, so they basically just had. Basically, their weaponry and, and armors that they were they were already wearing. Cool. Uh, best piece of uh, armor I'll grab. Okay, uh, I'd probably be like a chainmail. Cool. Yeah, I'm something that I'm eyeing to eventually make some bracers out of. So whatever would kind of make sense. Oh, there, there's probably also bracers there too. Cool. I'd say pairs some, of bracers. Grab some bracers. Yeah. See if I can. I don't know. Maybe get them widened or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're wearing basically full for full town militia armor. I would say. All right, we've lingered long enough. We're close, we're on the hunt, but now another foe ahead. Stay steady, stay calm, stay tight. Let's go. Drax with me. Get S- back on the ass beak, axe beak. Whoa. <laughs> now we're walking. You're walking. Right? We're walking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Following tracks. Skid, as soon as you take a step forward and finish saying that, 
snowball. A little snowball hits you. What is that? And, what uh, is it? I draw my sword. And you look, and there's a, a Schwinger standing on top of a little a snow pile. A Schwinger? Mm-hmm. I love. Put and down my fox the on fox, the ground. The fox bolts towards the Schwinger oh. immediately. And they start playing with each other. No, I clearly, no. These, clearly, this fox and the Schwinger are good friends. Oh. Rex, 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 see, see what I said? The uh, Schwinger bows before the fox, and it offers it a frozen berry, which the fox gobbles up. You see what I said? See what I said? Play, play a song, Ricky. Right, I'll, I'll pull out my flute and play a little ditty. Yeah, it claps its hands. It's dancing. It's like the, him and the fox are rolling around on the ground. You guys, uh, I know we've had some hard days, but come on, this is wonderfully magical. This one is curious. Paths often go in parallels. This one wonders if the Schwinga will ride the fox much like Thrax rides you. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so. Paths run in parallels. Just pull this up here right there. Uh, the little shrink is going to hand one of its tokens to you. <laughs> going to have you roll, I believe it's a... To skid? Yeah. All right, so the Shunga, Shunga walks up to you and holds up its hands and roll D D8, and we'll figure out what charm he hands you. Five. A five? Uh, hands you a little charm. It looks like a bit of hair that uh, you would kind of recognize as troll hair. And this charm allows you to use your reaction when you take cold damage to reduce the damage to zero. You gain a number of hit points equal to half the cold damage you would have taken. Now, once you use it, the charm vanishes. Not bad. Thank you. Thank you. And I'll offer him a good berry as well. And he'll, he'll grab it in his tiny hands, giant compared to it, and gobbled up. Or at least pretend to gobble it up. We're going this way if you want to come, but it's dangerous, okay? And he'll shrug its shoulders, do the talking motion with his hands, pet the fox, and start walking away with it. And I'll pet the fox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they just go off into the, uh, just go off into the forest together. I'm just triple checking. He didn't ride the fox off. At the, corner, just... at the corner of your vision, <laughs> in, the, in the forest, you see him hop on the fox. I just wanted to triple check. <laughs> he watches, watches over them. Paths run in parallels. Skid is happy. Skid is happy. And yes, it does ride off on the fox's back. As per Chris Perkins in the book itself as well. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Always looking out for us. Let's go. Maybe the, maybe the ogre and the verbrig will be friendly. They might be, you know? After seeing that, they might be, they might be. This one no. thinks that we should prepare ourselves. They might be friendly, but you're right. Look at Let's the dead go. bodies here. They fucking <laughs> gave the chest and you're right. <laughs> they gave him a good old-fashioned canoe. Yes. Let's go. All right, you guys following the ogre tracks? Yep. Yeah. Yes. Are the... The ogre and the verbeek's tracks like the same size, or is one noticeably bigger than the other? They're they're very close in size. Okay. Good question. 
I don't know how that one slipped by the rest of these. Yeah. <laughs> this is a very important question to ask. Yeah, so this would be size of a Verbig. can carry a cask under its arm pretty easily. Mm. Of mead. Yeah. That makes sense. So tracks. Yeah. <laughs> so this is what will have been described to you or what was described to you in town. Yeah. Cool. We'll head uh, following the ogre tracks then. And I'm going to be sniffing for these this ogre sort of smelling around for its stench, ogre stench. No, you don't smell any ogre stench. <laughs> there are trails. There's the tracks, though, so you follow the tracks. <laughs> so as you, ent- as you head towards this place, here we go. Pull this up. Oh, you do see... A bit of like a stream that starts running alongside of you that you see coming through the forest. Um, and in a clearing, you see enormous pair of mammoth tusks Ooh. that basically lead up to what you can see behind it is a cave. Looks show like. you a picture of this right now. Ooh. Right there. This looks like the place. Barry, are you ready? Uh, I think as ready as I'm gonna be, yeah. How are you feeling? This one is prepared. So, this trail is culminated. It's a rocky hillside, pines growing around it. You see the giant mammoth tusk. And if you even just take a look around, you see three different entrances, entrances it looks like. There's the frozen creek, emerges from the west cave which is a low-hanging mouth. The center cave, an eight-foot-high passage hewn from the rock, is moderately blocked by a tight stand of conifers and two massive fallen logs. And the northwest cave has a big yawning mouth and flickers of light emanate from within. The tracks of your quarry and uh, head through that entrance. This one thinks we best stick with the tracks best to know where one's enemy is and where one's enemy might be rather than assume anything or try to get too cute with a surprise attack. That's just this one's opinion. I hear what you're saying, but caves and entrances, it's all crapshoot. So they went in there, but we don't know where they are. Right, so you have the stream cave. Right. And then the west and east caves look like they're natural formations. The center cave is hewn, so it looks like it was made. Yeah, like... So the proper car. entrance. I'm cool with that, Grim. Ricky? Going to leave the battle plans up to the hunters, and your opinion, Grim, sounds solid. I think that, uh, you know, not really a wilderness person myself. The one cave system I do have found myself in before, we almost died in. So... Leave it up to all the rest of you. Let everyone stay close and stay fucking quiet. And uh, Skid will pull out some ashes of a burned leaf and cast past without a trace yeah. of the party. Stay fucking quiet. I turn the light off on the bracers that I have. Ricky. That's a plus 10 to stealth, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yikes. And our, We're following the tracks up to the right. And our footsteps don't leave tracks. Seven. Yeah. Yeah. So you 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 come across this, the closest cave mouth, the one with the giant mammoth tusks, is 
the the one where the paths follow. Yeah, we're gonna we're just gonna take the proper entrance, the one where the tracks follow. Northwest. Yeah. Yeah. Barry, can you see? Yeah, my my peepers aren't great. Uh, uh, we could have uh, Ricky send uh, send his uh, light balls down the thing, but no, that's too risky. It's nice to stay dark, but I just if you can't see, we might have to help you out a little bit, you know. This one also can't see, but Fucking we shit. we trust you. We trust you. Lead us. Well, we're we're walking and like holding the X peaks then, because we're not we're just not no the no the X peaks got left behind. Like we just hurt. left them. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we returned them. them. We parked them. Yeah, you returned the, them to the company that you rented them from. Yeah, they were rentals. I thought we rode them out no. in the wild. No, we rode them from uh, East Haven, yeah? Okay. Yeah, we told you that eight minutes ago. I thought we were off it. Is it still like, uh, you know, like early afternoon-ish, I would assume? Yeah, you so have been not, very, not This is not very far from town. I'd yeah, say it's probably it's, an hour walk you were only there. And it's like, you know, I know there's the never into winter, but it's still not like hyper dark out. Like like the right. human the human and the tortoise can still see properly. It's, Until we get to the it's cave. Dark. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's dim. It's dim right now. Not completely dark. But it we, is dark in the cave, but you do see some light emanating out of the rightmost cave. Yeah, I'll, I'll hold on to Ricky. I'm sure you have some frilly fucking shit coming off of your stuff, right? Yeah, I mean, I wear like a cloak that's made out of uh, yeah. snowy owl bear feathers. I kind of so. hold on to your cloak. And I, we, I also have 120 feet of dark vision with my glasses on. So. Yeah, I'm going to stick by both of you as well. Here we go. Let me enter the mouth over. of the cave and start, uh, start moving stealthily and slowly. Yes. Looking for scat and weird things on so, the ground. Are you two a mm-hmm. bit in front of us? Okay, if that's, that's what you want to do. Yeah. 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 You want to look for ground shit. Ten feet. Yeah, we'll see if it's hot. In front. <laughs> see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Gonna move you guys into there so you can see where you're going here. Mm-mm. Come on, there we go. Excellent. Uh, did that work? Can you see the map? Yes. Yes. Okay. Huh? So yeah, that cave. The cave system you're going to is that rightmost cave system. You saw the other areas. Uh, that further one with the creek is all the way to the left. The hewn one behind the big fallen logs in the middle and you guys are heading up the eastmost cave as you start walking in you'll notice that there's you know basically hewn walls uh this is definitely the main entrance uh half submerged in the icy mire bone skull tusk mammoth cave mouth entering and you're you're entered you come up to a basically a split road there are split cave systems, so you can either go to the right or the left. Uh, the fi- You can see the light from a fire down the left cave. Uh, we see a fire. I think listen to that and then listen to the other cave. Down if we hear any murmurings, grunting, breathing. Sort of being like, hold, hold everyone back. Make- and then just try to make it real quiet. Put my... Lectrax puts his hand up, stops Ricky Steele from behind him and everyone, and then listens as closely as he can. Yeah, you just hear the crackle of, of fire, and um, you do hear a little bit of bleeding of goats and sheep. Oh, bleating? I thought he said oh, bleeding. Same. I was like, damn. Really, really <laughs> good hearing. He's got good hearing. He's got yeah, vampire yeah, hearing. Yeah. Uh, so when you peek in, if you look around the corner... You Are you suggesting it. we hear a nice meh? Yep. Okay. You do see a whole pen of tons of animals. 
Oh. Lots of sheep, lots of goat. Clearly, these are likely been stolen from towns and cities. If, uh, looking at the fire, the trail's still hot. He's just follow them. Right, Grim? Like, nothing cute, right? This this one believes so. I right, stay close. Shut the fuck up. Let's go. Shut the fuck up. All right, so you guys heading into that main room? Yeah. You guys are keeping quiet? Yeah. Quiet. Where the fire's at? All right, roll stealth check. Yeah, group stealthies, plus 10. 21. 25. Uh, 24. Yeah, it's already going to pass a group check. 28. <laughs> wow. Yeah, 15. Oh, okay. Yeah, you guys are perfectly quiet as you go into this room. Oh, now I'll reveal that for you. Ooh. So, in this room here, the bonfire in the middle of this cave keeps it lit and it's relatively warm in here. The scent of roasting meat fills the air as a hunk of meat on the tip drips juices into the fire. Goats and sheep are held in a spacious animal pen enclosed by a crude wooden fence. Other features include a wooden cart with a broken wheel, two old crates, and two barrels. You guys, I'm feeling a type of way since I let that fox go. We can just open these pens up, save all these animals. That makes a big fuss, though. Might be a great idea on the way out. Okay, okay. Can we can we put it on the docket, though? It's on the docket. Okay, okay, okay. Let's continue on. Yes. Are there other openings in this uh, main kind of area? Yeah, so you have a path to the south. You would know that that likely ends, leads to the outside. Right. Again? Uh... The one to the that west. One, that one, one was not quite. That one was not visible as you approached. So you would assume that there's still, that's just a way out. Uh, I mean, it's not that big. So I would say even if you peered down it, this is what you would see. Drax, check the one to the north. I'll check the one uh, to the west. The one to the north. Uh, it's that's a the path that goes northbound and then seems to loop left, and the path to the west seems to just head west. Drax goes north and Skid will go west and we go and just listen at the mouths of the passages to see if there's any, uh, you know, things to be heard or any indications of what's to come. While, do, while they're doing that, I'll put my ear to the ground and mm-hmm. use my um, uh, sounds of the path to hear if there's anything walking. It's only within 30 feet, but, you know, I'll still do it. I'm also checking the nearest barrel, whatever's there. Just yep. seeing if there's, like, something. Yeah, hidden, it looks, hidden magic weapon. Yeah. 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 Looks uh, looks like just like jerky. Just jerky. some random food stuffs. Cool. Wheat in the other one. Cool. When Grab a little bit of the jerky. Looking towards you, you see Thrax shaking his head, saying no, mouthing no. As you walk towards the barrels as he's hiding behind a a large crate, like He can't see. It's There's fine. a fire. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. Sorry. This room's well lit. Forgot. My bad. Uh Skid, you said you went west? You're, yeah, you're just listening. The west maybe, maybe creeping in five feet, just trying to hear things. Um, you can kind of see a little bit of light ahead of you. Or like another light source, potentially. Uh, off the walls of the cave. And you do hear the sound of something being sharpened. Slowly back up, wait for progress report from Thrax. I listen to the northern one while rounding the crate, trying to be tiny and... So you, at the north cave, you can kind of hear heavy snoring. 
I, I look towards uh, Skid and I sort of I close my eyes and put my head down and like make like take deep breaths and then I point down the uh That's, the hall. It's no time for a fucking nap. And I go and I point I go no 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 and I point down the hall and I go Skid'll just pull out a, a edge dagger and point towards the west and start the stabbing motion and gather everybody. There's there's light coming from the west and there's a sharpening sound. I, like he's sharpening a weapon. I look at you. Sleeping here. Sleep. He's sleeping? Yeah. And you see me nod. Okay. It's one way sleeping, one way sharpening. I go, kill the sleeper. Steel, Packer, Grim. There's not really a fair fight if we kill the one that's asleep right now. But we, who gives we a We want f- that. Yes, who gives a fuck? Let's murder him. Well, let's just go sneaky up, see who it is. Yes. Sneaky to the north. Sneaky north. Sneaky north? Oh, yes. All right. Taking one more handful of the jerky before I go. Stop it. All right. Uh, as you're around the corner, uh, everyone make a stealth check. 26. Oops. 28. Yeah, 28. Jesus. Jeez. 15. Uh, 26. Okay. Uh, you enter the room then. You come around the corner and enter the room. I'll reveal that for you. Uh, heavy snore comes from a fat, battle-scarred ogre sitting with his back against the west wall, its chin on his chest. A thin stream of drool trails from its mouth onto the blood-stained leather loincloth that it is wearing. On the floor at its feet is a bloody great club with tufts of hair and bits of metal stuck in it. Suspended from the ceiling of this chamber by a series of ropes and pulleys are six baskets. Clustered near the south wall are three wooden cast cards with Goodmead's heraldic symbol, a drinking mug made of a cut-off section of horn with an antler handle added upright and centered. What's in the baskets hanging from the ceiling? You don't have to bring them down from the ceiling. Okay. It's people. You know it's people. <laughs> you fucking know it's people. Um, uh, he's got the murder weapon next to him. He's got the empty guards right there. He's got to die. I think he has to. I didn't want to, but I think he has to. Yeah, I pull out my bow and just aim right at the temples on this thing. I have it in my sights. <laughs> um, I'll nod at both Thrax and Skid. Um... I'm going to just kind of prostrate myself and listen uh, kind of away from the cave back to the, the one with the fire and just listen. Um, as they kill, I'm just going to take reconnaissance, okay? And I, I whisper to Skid, I go, let's kill him. Right when we kill him, the other one said sharpening is going to come running from the other side. Where this one will sandwiched. listen. He's coming, he's coming, he's Wait, coming. I, I turn around, set a trap, Lord, be ready while we kill this one if he wakes up. Only there was a way to silence this, but we will be as silent as we can aim. You say silence, uh, and Pilgrim's ears per- perk up a little bit, and I will time casting silence in that area the second that they attack. Okay. Uh, is everyone attacking? What are, yes. what are all your actions going to be? Bow right at the temple of this ant. 
I will, this guy. I will, uh, yes, if, if Skid is moving into melee range, I will also move into melee range. Okay. And what are you doing? Actually, I'll I don't give a fuck. I'm going to move into melee range and murder him. Yeah. I'll, I'll yeah, so you're same. all basically, the three of you surrounding him, uh, Thrax's gonna shoot a bow, mm-hmm. and Pilgrim is gonna release silence, and then head to the other cave. Oh, uh, just, just, just at the, for lack of a better term, the entrance into this one that we're in, I'm just gonna position myself so I can try to listen to hear if anything is coming. Okay. After Excellent. I cast silence while they're doing the murder system. Right, okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Skid's gonna prepare a spell instead of getting into melee range. And then I look at Skid and everyone, and you see Thrax sort of mouth, three, two. And on two, uh, on two, Skid will attack. Okay. If your spell has verbal components, it's not gonna go off. That's why I did it on two. Okay, okay, gotcha. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. All right, if you're attacking, obviously everyone roll with advantage. This thing's asleep, has no idea what's coming to it. Might still, the sound might travel if you did it before I casted silence. A 16 to hit. 16 hits? I need a constitution saving throw. Yeah, 24 hits. You got a 17 save. As a crit 20, so 23. Save? Well, yes. oh, yeah, 24. That 24, hits. 24 hits. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ricky got 17, I believe. That Ricky, hits. 17 hits, yeah. Uh-huh. Roll for damage, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's a shape changer, it makes that at disadvantage as I'm channeling moon energy from the top of this cavern as moonbeam stand goes down onto this uh, creature in a five-foot cylinder. Yep, this is just an ogre. <laughs> Six uh, physical damage. As I slap him with my uh, flippered hand. Six damage? Uh-huh. Nine piercing damage. All right. Nine radiant damage. As my attack goes up, uh, you see my uh, sword, my rapier flourish in the air as it spins around my body and stabs into him as I use my bardic inspiration to give myself extra AC, defensive flourish. It's nine damage, and my AC is 19 until Ooh. my next turn. Fancy. Uh, as you pull out, all of you attack this thing at the same time, the science goes off, this thing opens its eyes, terrified, doesn't know what's happening, and it opens its eyes, and is also very angry now because ogres have a very quick rage. Um, but you do look like you fucked it up, and it's still sitting down surrounding you guys. So let's just roll for initiative. All um, right. So as you all your attacks hit this ogre, uh, wakes up, yells, but it yells in silence. It does mouth something. Uh, you, any of you can try and interpret what it mouths, but uh, otherwise you don't hear it. Does it make any noise? Nope. You're covered in silence. Uh, so now it is pilgrim at the top of the order. I will look back upon the situation. Can I see fairly well? Yeah, the the, uh, fire. the giant fire in the other room is brightening cool. mostly everything. I will cast. I'll reach out um, and uh, put my hand forth and send a, a nice little uh, pink uh, bubble to um, Thrax and give him shield of faith. Pass turn. Is that plus two, two AC? Mm-hmm. What does that bring you to? For ten minutes. Eighteen. Ooh, beefy. Alrighty. Wait uh, a second. Wait a second. Wait a it. second. They're both concentration. I don't do that. Okay. I'll hold my turn. 
Okay, uh, are you going to? You said you were listening to the ground. Yeah. Um, you don't hear anyone walking. Sorry about uh, that, y'all. I'm dumb. You're fine. You can hear the pitter patter of animal feet through your the vibrations of the ground. Sure. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm listening to the ground doing nothing. <laughs> uh, Thrax, you up next? I pull my bow and like sling it back over. I as I pull out a spear and run towards this thing to stab it as well. It's okay. still on the ground. So got- In its belly. Mm-hmm. Ew. Um. That's a 13. Yep, and anyway, you're within... Well, you're within five feet of your old advantage. It is prone, it's on the ground, to sleep. Oh, it's uh, another hit, but not a crit. Okay. And that will be eight damage as I stab into it, and then as I stab it, I will use my uh, cavalier ability to unwavering mark it. It's like... Stab into him. Alrighty, yeah. Uh, this thing looks pretty fucked up. Uh, Rick Steele, you are up. All right. I'm just going to flip my rapier around and attempt to slit its throat. It's still prone, correct? Yep. Yep, still just woke up and started screaming and has not had a turn to even get up yet. That's about to suck. That's a nine to hit. Nine to hit? Nine misses. All right, that's all I do for my turn. Next is Skid. Skid will just focus on this massive beam of severy light. Moonlight energy, and he'll bounce it back a little bit, and then bounce it back into him. So he's got to make his uh, con save. Con save. That's five. Ah, uh, fifteen damage. Let's grab cool. Ooh, a little uh, ghostly flames literally engulf his whole body, and he gets burned up from the fingertips and the toe tips all the way, starting going closer and closer to the emanate in his chest and just kind of poof out and he duds over from his lulling prone sleep silently yep silently slumps to the ground or even more to the ground than, than already was and yeah the ogre is dead I'm, I'm looking at everyone in mouth good job but no one can hear me I go and pull my arrow out of it absolutely put it back in my yeah, so then, so then, as you know, uh, now that the Soga's dead, you do have the series of ropes and pulleys and six baskets, and it's still silent in here. Yeah, I'm going to keep silence up, and I'm going to go over. Is there a pulleys that would I could discern would be related to or connected to the, the baskets of what's 100% people up there? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, they're, that's very obviously set up. It, okay. there's, no, there's no, like, I'll lower them this. down slowly yeah. and check out what's in there. I'm going to get under the baskets in case they fall in the, like, sure. ready position. Kind of, like, help guide them down. All right, and you're going to bring down the first one? Yep. All right. Unless there's an obvious, like, noise coming from it that says I should. Silence. Oh, uh, it, that's within the silent radius as well? It's, it's, it's like 20 foot oh, sphere. It's a 20 foot sphere. Yeah. I thought it was 10 by 10 for some reason. I thought it was small. Oh, yeah, the first one you bring down has uh, several bags of grain. Mm. Grain? Let's just do this. I'm going to do all six, Jesse. All right, so they all come down. One has several <laughs> bags of grain. It's his food. One has several ba- gra- uh, bags of oats. Uh, another one has sheep shears and You notice the pilgrim kind of disappointed a little <laughs> bit. Like, he just looks so... Mm. Bristle brushes, and then another one has a has a <laughs> has a verbig treasure basket. Sorry, not dead bodies. Oh my god! In <laughs> um, this final basket, there is seventy-two silver, three hundred forty-four copper, a translucent pink moss 
Agate Gemstone. A healer's kit. A hunting trap. A small rabbit skin bag. And ten silvered uh, arrows. This whole time, Skin is just talking, saying what everything is out loud in this silence spell. How's this grand? It's just food here and there. And it's just silent. Uh, after we drop all of them, kind of open it up, I'll drop the silence spell. Yeah, so you have all that there available, and then you see the three casts of uh, the missing honey meat as well. I can put all this stuff from the baskets in our bag, but I don't know how the fuck we're going to get those out of here. Those are big. Once, mm. Let's take care of the sharpening sound Gosh. to the west. Yes, once we murder everyone, we can go back to town, tell them to get their own shit themselves, and we'll be set up really nice. Well, we're not as quiet anymore, so be careful. We can still be quiet. Let's go. I, I put my spear away to pull out another arrow and the bow and start walking down the hall. Lead our way, Thrax. I will go south. Get to the... You're heading back to the main room? The main room, and then I'll listen for the sharpening noise. Skid will take the caboose. All right. Uh, yeah, you can definitely still hear the sharpening sound down the hallway. And in the distance, you can kind of see, you know, a little bit of another light source somewhere down. Do we go there and fight it on its own terms, or do we lure it here? I say we let out the animals. Make it come to us. You don't want to set up anything more clever, maybe a more elaborate trap. Yes, let's, let's tie some rope to the cart to the other side and hold it. As it runs in here. Like a sling? Like a tripwire. Yes, it's going to try to trip it. Oh, that's good, that's good. I'm scared you sneak over there, tie it. All right, all right, all right. Skid will take a length of rope from his back and several pittons and try to establish a taut uh, horizontal line just a foot or two above the floor in the most narrow passage of that opening. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I will draw it in for you. Classic. That's pretty good. Classic little rascals shit. And once he goes down, smash him, smash him, smash him. So let's say you get it from this area on the map. You have, uh... If y'all wanna draw them that way, I'm I'm pretty good bait. Uh, I could uh, act as bait and draw them that way, and then hopefully what runs through that way. And then uh, actually, while you're having the pittens in, do roll stealth check. Actually, yeah, that's what I was wondering. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Very curious yeah. about the hammer and pittens. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, Fifteen. Res- responding to okay. what Barry said, the pilgrim would say, "Are, are you sure, Barry?" Yeah, I I ain't that quick, but uh, I got do a, have a shell. I got a few tricks, and I'm pretty, I'm pretty beefy. This one would love to see what you can do. You just gotta be able to jump over like 24 inches if you go down that way alone. If he's chasing you, make sure you clear this high. Or you could just yell at him, you know, from behind the rope. Just be like, "Hello, it's Barry. I'm here to." To fuck you that, up. That's what you would say. Oh, Hello, it's, Barry, this is Barry. You could hold on to the rope. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not Barry. With an arrow. Get him angry to come this way. Yeah, I like that plan. Yeah. yeah. Anything you want to do. And Skittle hammer in that pitten. I give Barry Paka the end of the rope I'm holding, and then I take my bow 
I sneak, I'd like to sneak around the side, peer in there, and if I have a clean shot, take a hit at this uh, Verbeeg. Peer around the corner as you sneak up. Yes. Roll a stall check. Is there still past that? There is not. Ooh, okay. With disadvantage, that is a 18. You have disadvantage on yourself? I do. Oh. Well, yeah. Then you uh, you are successfully able to sneak up. I'll reveal that for you. Uh, you see this naturally hewn cave. Uh, the cave goes a little bit deeper. You see in the distance a verbeeg. Uh, large, oops, that's the draw button. Uh, you see the verbeeg uh, just a bit ahead of you. It's sitting on the ground cross-legged, carving a, uh, sharpening a knife. There's a spear next to him, and there's a little torch basically lighting the area. I will take uh He does not notice you. I will take a shot at him with my bow. I'll, I'll stealthily stand in the, within the darkness of the moon. Who, you want to move your character so I know exactly what you're talking about? Yeah. Oh, yeah, there he is. I'll be right here. I'll, I'll be right here. Okay. Standing above the, the rope. All right. Straddling it. Uh, then, yeah, attack with advantage. Same roll. 13, so that's going to be 21. 21 hits. Sick. Oh, max damage. That is uh, 10 damage. 10 damage? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you, uh, he's sitting there. Uh, the arrow hits him right in his neck. He's unaware of that. He yells out, grabs a spear. Who's there? I'll kill you all. And I, you, he looks at me and go, <laughs> and then I just, I start, I will pull my leg up over the thing and start running back towards that cart behind me. All right, uh, Barry, where are you at? Should um, be holding the rope. Yeah, I'm holding the rope a bit, a bit in front of where uh, Thrax was. You're holding it. Well, uh, like basically right next to you, just right okay. in front of where Thrax is. Okay. All right. Now we're on for initiative. Studios, thank you for listening and keeping the show going. If you want to help support the show, subscribe to our Patreon. Subscribe. Gain access to the Wayrack Discord. Talk with other listeners and the Wayrack crew. Talk Post with funny us. Pictures. pictures. Watch movies with us sometimes. Movie. Also, if you want to help us out, buy some sweet merch at WayrackStudios.com. All your support helps and keeps the show going. We appreciate you. Than two horses. <laughs> Roll. Oh, excellent. Oh, so the uh, Verbeeg uh, starts running to the room, but before he even can make it, because he hasn't uh, really had movement yet, Ricky Steele, you are up. I'll move to the uh, kind of south side of the fire, and while it glows, half of my face bathed in an orange reddish light. Uh, you see me pull out my rapier, and as it scrapes against the ground, making a large uh, kind of grating sound, I will say, 
Felicitous Amplificus, and I will cast Shatter at it. All right, yeah, so while it's still in the room? Constitution saving throw for it while it's still in its room. It's a 14. Uh, that is the save. Ooh, it, fuck. It, it does save. Uh, you will take 10 thunder damage. 10 thunder damage. As a loud ringing sound booms throughout that room and 300 feet all throughout the yes. cavern. The entire cavern system resonates with this loud boom. And I will continue to stand next to the fire, looking stoic. <laughs> I, I, Ricky Steele thinks that in his head. <laughs> Thrax, you're up. Thrax pulls another arrow from the... Thrax will move around to the back of the cart, looking down the hallway, and take another shot at the Verbeeg with his bow. All right, yeah. You uh, just roll the neck roller. Crit 20. Ooh. Nice. Uh, that misses. Crit 20. Did I fuck you? An eight and a one. Uh, I rolled poop for crit damage. Uh, that's going to be 11 crit damage. 11 crit damage. <laughs> yes. All right. Next up is... Oh, I just went away from my thing. Uh, Pilgrim, you're up. Um, Pilgrim will just position himself back towards uh, where the uh, animals are at, the goats and the sheep, and just uh, put his hand on the gate. And if if things get... Dicey, I'm opening that gate. Pass turn. All right. Pilgrim's done. Barry, you're up. Great. Uh, Barry steps out from kind of next to the cart, which is uh, a little bit in front of Thrax. He's oh, shit, here we go again. Uh, steps out in front, kind of like stressy. It's a piece of the jerky that he stole. And then uh, you can see some of these uh, kind of teal sigils appear in the air, and he traces his flipper in the air, and then suddenly... Th- three identical forms of Barry appear next to himself, and they all take kind of like the grounded and ready-to-fight posture. And uh, that's it. Pass. Okay, cool. Excellent. It's the very beast's turn, so he's going to charge up, and let's see if he falls for this trap. It's a pretty good trap. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It is a good. It is a good trap. He <laughs> runs. He, <laughs> he runs. He runs in. Uh, you know, angry. Uh, this is. You know, it, it'd be a. It's a smarter giant. Essentially, is what it is. Uh, it's a, usually usually you'd find these creatures leading a group of hill giants because they'd be the smartest ones. Uh, clearly, it's keeping these animals alive. And the other thing is what you can assume. So this is a more intelligent animal, but uh, he does not see this rope, and. As soon as he runs through, he eats shit. Falls right on his face. Yes. How spear, tall is this spear dude? Spear from his hand. Uh, these are large giants, so they're probably like about 8 to 12 feet tall. 12 okay. feet tall, I'd say. Okay. They can carry it. I think about, you know, a 20-gallon tw- a jug that right. you age whiskey in. You have to be tall enough for that to hold that under your arm. That's what I was say. Like, yeah, 12, 12 feet tall, probably. Looks like Steven Adams, then, basically. <laughs> Steven Adams is 12 feet tall, right? True. I don't know. Is he related to Gomez Adams? Is that the guy from Big Fish? I think it's from the Adams family. Oh. Yeah. Lurch? Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, yeah, so the Verbeek runs in, eats shit, falls right on his face, right in front of uh, Barry Packer, basically. Yes. And uh, he's falling on the ground, and see, that is all his movement, actually. I don't think I have enough movement to stand up. So, no, he just ate shit and is not laying on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Lame. 
Uh, shit, alright, well, uh, down Does to the Does he say anything? Oh, shit! And he, this will be your clatters next time. Uh, Skid, you are up. Yeah, this guy's landing, this giant thing is just laying on the ground now. Skid, look around the room, and he has his hand on the, to open the thing, pen, for the animals. But he sees Grimlock doing it. So he turns and sees the thing falling, looks at Thrax, and he smiles. And he uses his bonus action to turn into a dire wolf. And then he will rush forward and attack this prone creature. Yeah, attack with advantage. As he's going forward, he'll just say, Drax. Uh, 22 to hit. 22 definitely hits. Nine damage. Nine damage. All right. Back to the top of the order then. If there's nothing else you're doing, and that would be Ricky Steele. Look over at this prone creature. Uh, I do a little bit of a twirl as I move forward and jump on top of, uh, stand up on top of this cart, and I'll point my rapier down and cast fairy fire at it, oh, out of range of my allies, but within its targeted range. Okay. It's a dexterity save. Dex save. You know we don't get super advantage, right? But we all get super advantage. All right, well, that is, uh, <laughs> that is a nine. Uh, that's a failure. You are now outlined in a glowing purplish to greenish light, depending on my attitude at the time towards you. And uh, <laughs> and you are covered in a fairy fire. So everyone has advantage because you're prone and because you're in fairy fire. That's right. All right. And I will say, fuck you, you idiot. Uh, Drax, you're... Uh, uh, you're not an eloquence bard, are you? No. Okay. Thrax sheathes his bow or puts it down and lets go of it, pulls out a spear, runs up, and goes and just stabs him by the neck and go, It's a good day to hunt. Oof, that will not hit, I bet. That is a eight to hit. Eight will not hit. Um, did you roll with advantage? I did. Oh Two God. and a three. Oh, God. oh, yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> Pil- uh, Pilgrim, you are up. Oh, fuck. I'm opening the door and releasing the animals. The animals seem to be fine with staying in this thing. They're not running around anymore. I'll say, uh, go, be free, and then look back, and they sit there, and I'll say, okay, and watch the fight. Pass turn. Barry, you are up. Uh, You see as all four of the identical berries uh, get almost on top of this fallen massive uh, creature and attempt to restrain him. All right. I'm trying to, like, you know, pin him down, restrain him. All right, so that'd be a strength, then strength. Straight strength. Am I rolling with advantage? Or no? Straight. Yep. Pretty good. That's a 20. A dirty 20. Dirty 20? Mm-hmm. That's a 23. Oh, damn. Cool. So God I'm trying, damn. but he's, like, throwing me off. Yes. <laughs> this thing is cool, way bigger that's, than you. Absolutely. That's what I figured. But there's four <laughs> of me. Yeah. Well... Did they, illusory. Yeah, illusory. Yeah. They don't do <laughs> Yeah, but it and doesn't know. I don't know if you can even restrain it because it's a larger creature than you. Yeah, but I was trying. Hey, yeah. Either way, keep it down, you know. All right. Pass turn. You try to restrain it, but it instead stands up. And it'll stab at one of you. Over here, big daddy. Uh, that is a 24 to hit. Who's he attacking? Uh, the illusions, one of the illusions or the real you. Oh, oh, right oh, in front oh, of it. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, so that does hit an illusion, and 
Yeah, illusion? Upon that, uh, yeah, you can do your damage. These illusions look just good. like you, right? Uh-huh. Okay. It's just like unidentical. You can't tell the difference. So sick. Uh, that'd be 13 damage. Oh, yeah. The thing just like... Whoosh, and there's just like a puff of smoke and completely disappears as this thing just hits into the ground and goes through it. But cool. since, since he's within five feet of me and he's attacking a creature other than me, I get to make a sentinel attack against him as a wolf. Okay. Leap out and bite at his arm as he's attacking the illusion. You got it. Yes. It's a 24. It hits. Max damage, 15 damage. 15. Ooh. Uh, since it has multi-attack, he'll now turn and try and stab the wolf that just bit him. Yeah. <laughs> that is a 27 to hit. Hits. Good lord. Alright. Y'all need to take more damage so I can be useful. Yeah, you opened up the pit. The. That's a 23 damage as he stabs you with the spear. Shit. He takes a big, <laughs> massive hit, but the uh, Furby speed is also zero. Yeah, he's. Nice. He's pretty much surrounded. He's not going to go anywhere. <laughs> he's just playing whack a mole at yep. this point. Uh, Skid, it's your turn. Skid will take a fucking another swing at him and leap at his neck. Uh, 23. 23 hits. Um, he's gonna make a strength saving throw. I'll be knocked prone. 21. He saves. Very shitty damage. Six damage. But, uh, it's a giant size, yes? It's, yeah, it's a large, yeah. large giant. Alright, two damage for Fury of the Small. You bet. <laughs> Eight total damage. <laughs> and then, uh, he'll kind of faint left and right and try to get in front of uh, Thrax a little bit. But still within the melee range of the Verbeek and Bastard. Alright, Rick Steele, you were up. Verbeek. More like Verbitch. Fuck him up, Thrax. I'll give Thrax Bardic Inspiration. <laughs> That's my turn. I'm gonna stand on top of this thing and add D6, yes. Tight turn. Thrax, you were up. Oh, sick. Uh, with the spear, I look at him and go, from... To black to blood to the earth, you go. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> roll first before you do a catch race. <laughs> That's an eleven to hit. You also still have an advantage. Eleven does oh, not have an hit. Yeah. yeah, I still have fire, fire active. <clears throat> nope. <laughs> eleven does not hit. Is that your turn. That is my turn. As I grumble, as I mess up saying it, I imagine I sort of slink, like almost fall back with all of this people there. I'm like. Rawr, rawr. <laughs> Pilgrim, you're up. I will, uh, well, okay, how pinned in there is, uh, do 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 Skid? Skid's right up on him, uh, everyone's just kind of piling at the mouth of this cave. I mean, the mouth is, like, about ten feet wide open, so everyone can find it, kind of figure, fit around. Can I squeeze by 15. that cart to get to Skid? Yeah, you can get up there. Oh, boy. Or you can climb on top of the cart, even, and... Nope, fuck oh, this. you can hop on top of him. Yeah, right, I'm going to, he's standing up now. Oh. So, uh, oh, you're talking about you? Yeah. No, fuck that, dude. <laughs> yeah. And do nothing. Uh, I will uh, uh, send out the pink bubble that I had earlier and give, uh, 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 my God. I'm so sorry. Shield of Faith. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah shield of Faith. <laughs> to, uh, to Skid. All right. So the pink, uh, pink bubble surrounds Skid. Thank you. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> you're a wolf. Uh, Barry, you up then? Cool. Yeah, I'll be. Uh, hey, over here. And just give him another whack, trying to get all my all the illusions to kind of get his attention and whack 
at the yep. same time, Adam. Pretty good. Uh, 21. Still. 21 will hit. Fairy fire still, if you want to. Oh, yeah. Fairy fire. Yeah, if you want to crit fish. Oh, no. Damn. Ooh, uh, nine. Nine damage? Uh-huh. All right. This thing is not looking good at all. Uh, so it's it's scared now. Uh, you can see the panic on his face. It does look like an elongated human, so this guy is getting scared. Doesn't want to really die, but he's going to keep swinging anyways because he's stuck between you all. Uh, that's a 21. Yeah. 21 hits. Uh, da -da -da -da. that's gonna be. Sorry, I tried. Thank you. 16 damage, piercing. The wolf oh, oh, whimpers and scared pops back into existence. And he takes a little bit of excess damage and says, Oi, fuck! Uh, then next, the. Verbeek will then stab at the uh, multiple turtles that are slapping him. That's a crit 20. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, it, but I also uh, rolled a crit 20. And um, basically, because of the rolling, um, you do hit an illusion there. But yeah. it does immediately, obviously, damage-wise, explode so it. Your illusion takes 38 damage. Yeah. Yeah, oh, just, mama. Explodes into, yeah. like, teal dust. And since he attacks somebody other than me, this kid takes a reaction sentinel attack against that motherfucker. All right, do it. There's only two berries left me and the real one, uh, the real one yeah. and one. <laughs> me and the real one. Yeah. <laughs> it's only a 12 to hit with his spear. 12 misses. You have advantage. Nice, that fairy fire is huge. 12. <laughs> it, uh, 12 also misses. <laughs> Ricky Steele, you're up. All right, you useless fucks. I guess I've got to do this myself. I'll run to the front of the cart and try to attack this thing with my rapier. Go ahead. That's not good. Roll again. All right, that's a 15 to hit. 15 is just enough. You hit it. All right. I'm going to roll my damage, which is a D8 plus a D6 for defensive flourish. All right, that's a 8 plus 4. That's 12 damage. And I have an extra point of armor class right now. Well, describe your kill. Nice. As I run to the front of the cart, berate my party members for being useless even after I cast Fairy Fire. <laughs> this is how I narrate this in my head. I, I put one foot on the front of the cart, jump, and with a deft slash from my rapier, slit its throat and its jugular vein open, landing and twirling around again. I spin my sword in the air, whip the blood off, put it back in the scabbard, and say, Hell yes. You're fucking dead now, bitch. <laughs> Dude. Your character's ridiculous. It's fucking awesome. Holy shit. Holy shit! <laughs> I got it, I got oh. oh. Holy crap. Is everyone okay? I feel fine. I'm gonna walk, look at Skid. How's Skid looking? I'm, I'm good, I'm good. Cool. Ricky, have we told you that we're looking for members for the Wolf Tribe? What is seeking eager applicants? Yes, for leaders. People can fight. And kill motherfucking giants like that. Yes, unfortunately, I've got my own agenda, but I think our group is doing well enough as is. That was is. fucking sick. Barry, I don't know how you made multiple clones of yourself, but that was very cool. And Bar Barry, uh, every path has its name. Every person should have their name, and this one believes that you could name your uh, your multiple versions of yourself. Oh God! Might this one propose an idea? Wow, I never thought of that. That uh, well, you you're Barry, 
You could have Gary, <laughs> Perry, Cherry, Carrie, and Larry. Or Terry, too. Terry's a Or good Cherry. Name. What about Mo? That doesn't rhyme. Cherry's my brother, uh, uh, but that yeah, I, I like Larry or Gary. Larry, Gary, Carrie, Perry? Yeah, yeah. For Barry and Cherry? Yeah, let me, let me noodle on it. That's mm-hmm. a good idea. Don't feel pressure. Just a thought this one had. Does anyone need any healing? Does anyone feel like crap? No, that was rather easy. He does. He's going to point his spear to the slit throat for me. Uh, we should round up these ghosts to help us bring this stuff back on this cart. Unfortunately, I know nothing about handling of animals or any such notion. Before we do that, we got to look at the rest of this cave system. This one would be very impressed if you could make goats into beasts of burden. Yes, they seem to no. just like butting heads more than just anything Just need to else. free them. Although there is goat milk. Goat milk's quite tasty. You can turn it into a cheese. It's very fine. Salty, but good. When he starts talking about cheese, I'm going to walk in and see if I can find those uh, casks. The casks? Yeah. Of uh, the mead, the honeymead? Yeah. Yeah, it's back in that ogre room. Oh, it's in the ogre yeah. room. Word. Okay, 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 okay. What's that? Um, uh, where this guy? Where this guy was chilling? It was just in the middle of the room. He was just hanging out. Nothing's in there. Uh, but as you walk into that area, let me reveal that for you. Beep. Beep. Oh wait, what? So as you walk into there, you see that there's the the place where the verbi was sitting was a natural carved area. And it looks like, or naturally carved area, and you can see that this almost circle uh, shaped uh, carved out area is there. Ooh. And this looks like, uh, let's see. You can kind of uh, guess if at the top there's stairs that go up, and it looks like what's a tomb. To your south is what looks like eight foot high, five foot wide uh, passage with burial uh, niches carved into the walls. Uh, so you are safe to assume that this was an ancient tomb at some point, or Ooh. is a tomb. What that do you this verbi happened to be living in the natural cave system. What do you all think this looks like an ancient tomb to me? Hmm, haven't seen one of these before. You gotta clear it out. Uh, shall we look to what is buried here? Yeah, 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 let's do that. Barry, did you get the pockets of that thing? That fat big... Uh, no, I can. I didn't. Is that. Okay, I'll check him. See if the Burbig has anything on its person. Yeah, he's got the. He's got the knife he was sharpening. Um. It looks like a. Like a very nice skinning knife. Used for animals, etc. Um. He's likely going to use it to. You know, work on something. Uh, he's got his sharpening stone and his spear. A bag of holding the knife and the stone. Look at everybody else. Maybe we check out the rest of the cave? Yes, let us look around, see what is us lying in here. Anything they've took apart. Let's go. Something we can grab. I want to go up here. Yeah, we'll go north up, up the down. stairs. You go north up the stairs? Yes. Carved on the steps of the south side. Uh, sorry, carved steps on the south side. Climb five feet into the ten foot high. 15-foot square room, which has narrow natural exits in the east and west walls. In the middle of the room is a rectangular stone block, 7 feet long, 4 feet wide, and 3 feet tall. Pictographs on the walls of the, cha- of the chamber tell a tale of one of the tribes of one tribe's journey through mighty mountains and across a perilous tundra. Looks like there's some paths in here. Do you know anything about this, Grim? 
this one is not entirely sure. Uh, I guess I'm, man, I guess I'm kind of thinking about if this would sort of be a parallel path to anything else that he's uh, come across, especially in terms of things that people had worshipped or big religious movements, exodus, exodi? Is that how you fucking pluralize that? No idea. Uh, Exoduses? Exoduses? That sounds crazy. That's a lot of S. Yeah. (laughs) There's a lot going on with that one. Uh, Yeah. Just trying to figure out if there's maybe something that kind of rings a bell. Yeah. So you can, as you uh, look at these pictures, like the pictograph, uh, essentially, uh, what you can glean is that this is likely the tribal chieftain's tomb uh, and is laid here. And this is like basically its coffin. Uh... So you picked out, uh, you basically see how the chieftain led her tribe to settle in Icewind Dale, how they fought off terrible monsters to claim the land, and how they found peace in their new home. And since you studied the artwork, you see an image of the chieftain wielding a wand and casting a destructive spell. Ooh. This one thinks that there might be something interesting in this sarcophagus, if anyone is interested. Sarcophagus? Watch that. It's the place where you put a dead body when you're done with it. You wrap it up, you do a ceremony, you put yes. it in the thing, you cover it up, it stays there for a very long time. Just leave it in the mud. Burn it. Yeah. Throw it in the lake, maybe. Uh, right. Um, <laughs> some people have different cultures or traditions from where you're from. The oh, wolf yeah. tribe apparently burns your own body, so leaves them in the mud or throws them in lakes. I'm just going to start pushing open the lid. This thing is insanely heavy. Oh. I'll, I'll go help you. Help you with the heaviness. That should do it. Uh, what are your total strength scores? <laughs> Not good, uh, brother. Plus three. Minus one. What's, uh, what's your total score? Oh, uh, nine. 16. Uh, you are not able to move yet? I'm proficient in athletics, too. Do <laughs> <laughs> you want to help us out? Come on. You're just going to watch a turtle and a fragile old man open this? Uh, right. Come on. Get over here, Wait buddy. Wait one second. I've... I've Go if, if there's a lid, I'll put one of my spears. Nope, you got to push this giant stone. No, just put, just help us out. Oh, all right. What's uh-huh. your strength score? I'm a 16. 16? Yep, still not budding yet. It feels like it might move soon. All hands on deck. Come on. Right. It's not that big of a deal. Just tell the man your strength score. <laughs> all right, I'll help it push open. My strength score is eight. Twelve. Eight. How yeah. are you weaker than me? You literally needed the whole party to move this thing, and you barely moved it. But you do move it. So, this opens. Uh, so, the giant stone you guys push out of the way. Uh, in there is basically a skeletal body. With Humanoid? Human, a human skeletal body. Uh. Sorry, did I also... Could I tell what tribe it was or not? Or just a tribe? A tribe. Okay, okay. Uh, you could you could assume that this is this is very old, though, so you can assume that it could be the sense of one of the major tribes around here. Right, but it's impossible to tell. Yeah, or time. even potentially, like, someone who found a town here, but it's impossible to tell yeah. exactly who this was. But in the shallow niche in the floor that holds the bones of the female human, mm. the was reduced to dust... Clutch in the chieftain's left hand is a pearl, and her right hand is a wand. Barry? Yeah, if uh, I can tell us what these do, if uh, you want me to... We got a minute, or should I just... Yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. Tell us what they do. 
British. Well, we've murdered everyone if we needed to. The so. big ones, at least. We could check the perimeters while you're taking your time. I'd appreciate that. Can I, uh, DM, can I sense magic coming off of both the wand yep. and the pearl? Yep. Both of them? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'll, uh, if they're doing the perimeter, I'll do uh, ritual casting on Identify on both of those bad boys. Alright, so you're gonna hang out there for the next 20 minutes? Yeah. Cool. I'm just kind of hanging out. 10 minutes. Teal, like, well, symbols. Kind of like, yeah, yeah, just tracing in the air, teal symbols. So I'm just kind of like staring at them. Cool, what are you guys doing for the next 20 minutes? Um, we'll take a scouting party to the west. Yeah, we'll see the rest of that built stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See the ways of the built stuff in the temple. I'll probably be just checking out this room for more, uh, like just studying the symbols. Iconography. And, yeah, I, thank you. That's a much better word than what I said. Just, uh, yeah, just looking around. Yeah. Bef- before we do leave in with the pilgrim in there, what is this, uh, like, couple of rocks on the ground? This open. Yeah. Oh, when are you guys looking there? There you go. Oh, gotcha. It was like the. Yeah, each side has a, a tunnel basically going from it. Goat tunnels. But those are natural natural tunnels. Oh. Those are not handmade like the rest of this room. Okay. I, th- I think then Skid and Thrax will go check out the rest, survey the area. Yeah. You guys going on a top exit or bottom exit to the left? The, I would think bottom. Bottom south and then west. Okay. So you pop into that area and you see the stream that came into this cave system. Ooh. Uh, I'm okay with our decision. Yeah, we'll, f- we'll follow it north. Follow it north? Yeah, we'll start to move at a slower pace. When you guys enter this top area and move this thing, there is a bear to the left, but it can smell the Verbig's blood on you. So it chuffs and kind of gives you a wide berth and starts making its way to the mouth of the cave. Just for fun and because I want to, Skid will hold his hand out with a piece of uh, food, a piece of ration, and kind of say... Some dritic words, actually novel, and toss it to it, and uh, cast animal friendship, so it knows that we mean it no harm, and he connects with it just as he tried to do with the Arctic Fosks earlier, starting to see animals in a different light. Yeah, it makes this bear chuffing noises. So can, I, can I do a meta commentary right now? Oh, what crap? Just this is this is role playing. No, I'm I'm sorry to break immersion. This is important role playing, like 101 skills. Kratz couldn't think of something cool to say to the bear. So what he did was, I say some druidic words, made up a language, and then you have to figure out what he said, but you know it was dope to the bear to cast animal friendship. Just just my chef's kiss role playing. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Just think that deserves to be pointed out. Yeah, then the bear, uh, bear definitely eats the jerky and kind of chuffs its way out and wanders down the stream towards uh, the front of the cave. Is This is frozen, though, right, of how cold it is. Or no? Yes. So, if you do enter there, hold on here. Take a look around. So, at the end of the seven, at the stream, there's a seven-foot-deep frozen pool, and trapped beneath the pool of ice is a stone statue of a smiling young man, naked except for a well-placed oak leaf with his face turned toward the sky. Where's the oak leaf? It's on top of his wiener. Oh. Oh. We gotta get down there, right? I don't know where is what is in the back of this uh, pool. I don't know, but... The back of the pool is just a little... little cave thing. Nothing, nothing important. Okay. We killed the ochre. We killed the Verbeek. The sheep are kind. The bear is kind. 
There's some skeleton in there. I don't. It feels weird. But you want to open this up to the cold? I kind of want to, but I also kind of don't want to. Then it I feels like we should leave it. I can break the ice apart. But I also want to take that wand and take that pearl, but I also think we should leave it. No, we should take it. But the walk we pass, what we do, the parallel. Uh, we, we take what we need. You're a philosophical mess right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, that wand might be useful. Do you want to smash the ice or no? If you want me to free this statue from its uh, icy tomb. Yes, <laughs> the fact that you said it like that means yes, I do. And Thrax will grab a spear and just start chalking at the ice. Chalking at the ice? Yeah, I mean, you're used to cutting ice up. Mm-hmm. So you cut the, uh, you cut the ice up, but it is like, you know, it is there's not a lot of room for this to go. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're just breaking ice. So you do have like piles of ice everywhere. Once I break up a pretty good chunk, Thrax will bend down at the knees and he's going to try to straight up just flip one piece on top of the other one in front of it. Like with all his might, put his hands in the Start deadlifting the ice. Yeah, deadlift the ice. Just like lift to push it in front of. So you're draining this this pond? Not draining. I'm literally going to, I'm going to try to lift a big chunk of ice forward onto, onto the ice on top of it. Like uh, just like two pieces yeah how about you're gonna keep it in the pool yeah or in the thing yeah because i don't think i could pull it back i'd have to lift it forward i don't know if it's possible but i'd like to try like how much how much ice are you talking about here well because i started breaking it up yeah i'm just gonna take a big chunk and just a big enough and try to push it forward. yeah i mean you're basically you're using a spear to try and carve out an entirely frozen thing it's, it's gonna be you're just chipping, it's just buried in the ice and you're chipping away at it yeah you're not breaking anything big this is a seven foot pond not like the lake sure I guess when I was looking at I'm, I'm like breaking chunks of ice and trying to just yeah but I mean you're just you're just splintering ice with a spear you're not big, getting big chunks by any stretch of the imagination you're okay. chipping away with a spear too deep for that weapon uh, I don't like, have these spell prepared to yeah, over the, over the lake, there's water moving under the ice, so it breaks. Okay. This is just a seven-foot pond. Maybe we'll get Grim later. He can destroy the shit. Don't tell him I couldn't do it. No, of course not. We'll say this is how we found it. Uh, thank you. I step on it to try to smooth out what uh, damage I just did. So is he not able to get it out? I mean, he can hack at it for about a couple hours. Oh. It's just entirely okay. frozen seven-foot-by-ten-foot cube of ice. Does this room seem to connect? With the goat path to the sarcophagus room? Yeah. Can we, can Thrax, uh, is he small enough to fit through those? Yeah, absolutely. Then we'll go back to the sarcophagus room. I won't tell him, big guy. Let's go see how they're getting on. Thank you, brother. Of course. How's Barry doing in here? I mean, by this point, you've identified the things in there. Uh, you identify them as a pearl of power. What? And a plus one wand of the war mage. War mage. Did you say War Mag? Yeah. War Mag. <laughs> war Maga? Yeah. Some serious shit. Do I know what those do? Uh, yes. Uh, sure. <laughs> Evan. Uh, the, the wand so of coy. the wand of the War Mage, it's either plus one, plus two, plus three, but the the wand gives you plus one on uh, rolls for ranged spell attacks. Uh-huh. Cool. Um, the Pearl of Power... Uh, requires attunement. Um, 
You can use an action to speak its command word and regain one expended spell slot. If the expended spell slot is fourth level or higher, the new slot is third level. Once you have used the pearl, it can't be used again until the next time. Cool. Yeah, throw it in that lake. Drax <laughs> is no use. Worthless. <laughs> Jesus, that's powerful. Yeah, definitely uh, both of these uh, could definitely be up any of our alleys, I believe. Uh, no, yeah. not, not really Thrax. He doesn't really <laughs> Oh, no, spells. not him. This one doesn't agree with that. No, sorry, buddy. And the rest of us are all full-blooded spellcasters. Yeah. I don't know why we chose these classes, but that's what we did. You guys got him. I like to turn into the beast. Yeah. Just a ball. I'll keep my spear. Yes, I'm rather just use my sword. It's fine with me. Uh, did you find anything in that other room? Yeah, there's a statue buried seven feet deep in ice. We, we haven't tried to get it out yet. Nope. Do you think we should? Yeah. Well, I don't know. It it changes. It has a leaf covering its private parts. We saw a cave bear too. Yeah. But he was he was calm. He was he nice. Walked, he walked off. He's still walking now. Shows the statues. Maybe uh, Thrax and this one can get it out. Oh, or maybe I, I didn't even think about that. Let us go do that together. Wait, for didn't the Barry first time. also? Didn't Barry try to help break up the ice before too? Oh, Barry, you should help as well. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Skid, you mind holding on to these? Give him. I give him the wand and the, the pearl. Yeah, he'll grab the wand and the pearl. Yeah, we'll sit, you know figure this out when we get that. back to civilization. And then I'll put him back in the back of our We'll go check out the statue. All right. You check out the statue. It's in there in the ice. Seven-foot-deep mm. pond. It's a little, uh... Seems like uh, maybe someone already attempted to get this out recently. No, that was here. The bear sort of the scratched bear, it. Yeah, oh, close. right. The bear, of course. I'll cast uh, Destroy Water on it, uh, around the ice around it. All right. The statue opens itself. Uh, you still have some remaining water. The water there doesn't seem to want to evaporate, but there is uh, the statue there in the middle. Cool. And you get a good, clear look of it. Uh, would you like to roll a, a religion check? I would love to roll a religion check. Fuck yeah. <laughs> 21. No, it's unobscured. You recognize this as Sylvanus, a god of nature. And the oak leaf is his holy symbol. Uh, the oak leaf covering his wiener? Yep. Wow. And the statue radiates an aura of abjuration magic that you can you can sense since you're old and well enough. Sylvanus, a god of nature. This is Sylvanus, the god of nature. The you oak leaf say. is his uh, um, holy symbol. What, did you know this, Thrax? No, I was just saying you don't say. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Nature. Is uh, the water, is the statue still submerged in water? Yes. But the area, the tent, like the, I guess it would be actually the whole, the whole thing. It's only seven feet deep, so. Skittle jump in. Jump in? Yeah. Okay. And uh, he'll swim down and he'll investigate the base of the statue and look around, see if anything's down there, see if there's any druidic writing, anything like that. Well, <laughs> you don't uh, you don't see any writing or anything. When you do jump in, uh, something that has been affecting you from the Shardolin leaves you. What? Does what happened to me get reverted back? To what it was before? Uh-huh. 
Jesus. This kid comes up and gets his first fresh breath out of the water and feels like he used to. Are you okay, Skid? Better than ever! He looked very relieved. <laughs> and by relieved, I mean very relieved. It's cold, though. Hey, help me out. You got a rope? You got anything? Help yeah, me out. grab my hand. Grab my hand and hop out. What's down there, short stack? I didn't see anything. Nothing good. Nothing good. Well, is he... You know. Were they showing it? No. Was it good? There wasn't even a bulge or anything. Mm. All right. And if this one is correct, the water didn't dissipate from the spell. So perhaps this could be some sort of holy pool, a blessing from Sylvanas. If anyone has any ailments that they would like removed, this might be the pool to jump into. I'll take my boots off and take a wade. You know, Ricky, I didn't say that it would get rid of shame. There's no this shame. This one didn't say that it would get rid of shame. There's Fuck. no shame in this game. It is cold, though. It's all right. I'll be fine. Here, here. Have some wine. Warm yourself up. Yes, a wine and a quick dip in a cold pool. Just what we needed after murdering two vociferous creatures. Uh, Ricky's little eraser head nipples have to be fucking sharp (laughs) like diamonds. Unfortunately, I'm wearing a coat. You can't see them. Ricky, you wait into the pool. Unfortunately, yours does not wear off. This pool is strange and very cold. I don't like it. It technically does nothing to you. Are we freezing now? No. I feel fantastic. What a good idea. Wine, a cold dip. I could go for some meat right now. Yeah, Ricky, did it it cure you? Are you feeling better? I feel packed up and never better in my life. Get out, you'll catch cold. All right. I'll get out of the pool. Help Ricky out. Yeah, I'm going to kind of look by the pool when you're getting out, help you get out, kind of. But, like, look at the pool, but not get in. Let's get the meat in return. Yes. I don't know if we'll be able to carry it. Maybe we just leave a trail from here to town and say, hey, it's there, go get it. And there is a cart. Oh, okay, okay, let's try. Let's Wait, try. Not many goats. And one of us can... Become larger animals? That's true. Oh, you saw a bear, did you? <sighs> you think you could be a bear? Bonus action, turn into a brown bear. With the strength of 18. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big bear. I can. I'll go check out the cart and see if there are like is a way that we could strap this up to him. You know, just start yeah, trying absolutely. to put that like together. Yeah. It's this standard because um, I don't think I could pick up the mead. I'll uh, be honest. Yeah, and then you see, you know, the the other animals in here are clearly uh, domesticated in the way where it's like they're, they're farm animals, so they are they will listen to things. They you could probably guide them if you wanted to, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Cool. Yeah, I'll start uh, hooking up the the cart to the bear. And uh, I guess also, if that doesn't take too long, kind of guide the animals over with my staff like a nice shepherd man. Yeah, and then the uh, the barrels up in the top, they weigh 200 pounds a piece. You roll, roll them in there and put them on the cart, I'm assuming. At least someone does. Yeah, hopefully, maybe Barry and I can lift them together yeah. with the pilgrim's help, like try to stack them into the cart. Yeah, it's 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 three pilgrim's no help with it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just yeah. there touching it. Yeah, yeah. we're we're yeah. getting we're it. Maybe standing we're on the cart, guiding them in. You know, pulling. 
as we lift with our legs and pull them in. I imagine they can't be like heavier than like a keg, right? You said 200 pounds. Yeah, it's like a keg. What? Two kegs put together. Made of wood. <laughs> and the strength is actually 19. Not eight. Hopefully you can pull it though. Now you should be good. And we'll uh, head on back with our merry little parade if that's what, if y'all are good here. Yeah, I, I think so. I'd like to just, I'm just gonna try to sneak away for a second and just get a little, uh, I go to that pool, just like stick a hand in. But I'm just gonna try and stealthily sneak away really quick, get a little dip in that. I've been like, you know, I went and I helped with stuff. Yeah, nothing help, Nothing happens to you. Nothing, okay. Yeah. Uh, but again, you do feel abjuration magic coming off the statue. Okay. Come back to the party. Huh? Soaking wet? No, I just stuck my hand in. Oh. All right, everyone ready to go then, I assume. You, yes. left, uh, you left the wand in the pro? No, oh no, no, that's in the bag Skid of holding. He has that in the bag of holding. He took it from um, Barry. Okay. Uh, so, but, but so Barry Skid pulled it out. It Skid has him. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, now you have the bear. Uh, you have the bear all uh, Skid as the bear. Sorry, um, all rigged up with the three kegs. Uh, so about sixty gallons of honeymead, and uh, Pilgrim has a nice little. Shepherded army of goats and uh, sheep. I believe there's seven of each. So. Like St. Francis of Assisi. Putting <laughs> you. Um, yeah, and you are able to freely leave any exit of the cave. The one Since you have everything filled out, it'd probably be the easiest to bring the same way you came in, which is seems like the main entrance anyways. Yeah, bear skid will go basically the same way we came. You know, the, the tracks we already led to get an easier path for the cart. Yeah, and this hasn't taken long, so, you know, you're, I'd say, hitting, like, you know, 1.32 in the afternoon. Nice. Some and good, quick murder. tracks are still there, and you <laughs> easily find your way back to town, unless you want to do anything else. Did we have to bring any body part back from the no. guy? Okay. No, we're good. Okay. The we meat's the main thing. Okay. We're not even getting paid for this. <laughs> Yeah, thanks to Ricky's negotiation skills where he just got bored and walked away. <laughs> yeah, we'll head back into town, I guess. Uh, unless you all want to do anything with the bodies, I know you were talking about them, Thrax. I figured we probably shouldn't assume that it's okay to burn a body out in the open. Yeah, they're, they have their own way of dealing with yeah. things. You know, like, they're their own town. They've got their culture. Uh, what if they turn into... They've got, a, they've got at least walkers. another five hours to pick this up, you know. Hmm. All right. If we'll just go back to town, nothing. Yeah, they're just gonna head back to town. All right. Do the yeah, you head back to town uh, effortlessly to, uh, the, to the Mead Hall. Mead Hall, town folk are happy to see the cast of Mead as you roll back into town. As we roll back in town, reveal a cask of mead, Skid will pop out of his bear form. And then pull out of the bag of holding the grain and the other things that were the foodstuffs in the... Okay, yeah. Yeah, and like present that on the cart with the mead and shit. The bodies that must be gotten from the from the forest. Your militia, half mile north from the cart path. There's like four or five of them. They're dead. 
They got caved in. Big weapon. But here's your stuff back. Yes. Yeah. Uh, sh- uh, there's a group of people there. There's uh, Beekeeper Jordan. Uh, uh, pardon. There's a... Uh, two... Uh, there's a dwarf. A shield dwarf as well. And a human. That kind of seemed that they're like up in the front more than anyone else. Uh, the beekeeper just runs up, thanks you profusely, and uh, you know says that you're allowed to stay there. You'll drink for free in this town. You're allowed to stay in the town itself, the town proper, as you will. Um, but otherwise, and otherwise, this is basically you know this is a very small town, and all they do here is make honeymead. Beekeeper Jordan. Uh. I believe if we could, could we have a, a good amount of this honey mead, please? I believe the pilgrim might like to try it. Absolutely, of course you can have it. Have as much as you like. Head to the meat hall. This is amazing. All the animals stolen, all the food stolen, everything. Like, you've really saved good meat for the next foreseeable future. What you gonna do about the speaker? Who's taking over? Ah, well, I'm glad you could see this. Uh, here, and I'll turn towards the woman. Uh, this is Ovesa. And then this is Shandar, motioning towards the dwarf. Ovesa and Shandar? Yeah, Olavesa. Her name is Olavesa Untapur. I did, not, I did not make this one up. It sounds like I might have, but I did not. No, it doesn't because it's not like Lorg or and Chorg There's another or guy shit. in the back, Chorg <laughs> Morgan. Chorg Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm sorry. Untabar. Untabar, yeah, yeah. Untapor. Untapor, yeah. That's a Chris Perkins name right there. And then Shandar Froth is the dwarf. See, that guy loves speaking names. He just, he, yeah. <laughs> These are the two speaker candidates. Yes, absolutely. Um, then they'll both shake your hands. Pleasure to meet you. They both say uh, casually walk away. They tend to things too because they have to do anything. So but Jordan will tell you. Oh, Olavesa, she's uh, she actually makes the barrels. She makes the cast for the mead. One might call her a cooper. Yes. And then uh, Shandar is a logger. He's pretty popular. He lives on the west side of town with the other loggers. Um, tells you, Olavesa has deep roots in good mead. Her family has lived in town since its founding. It's quite reserved and doesn't have any family of her own. She lives alone in the house close to the shrine of the flaming sword. You know exactly where that is because you were just there. How do you decide the next speaker? Is it a battle? No, it's an election. What kind of election? Do we get to vote? What? Well, that's what I was going to tell you. Um, as... Heroes of this town, of course, you all get to cast your vote. Fucking sick. Great. Mm. We never and got to vote for our leader, but I'm looking no. forward to voting for this leader. And then Shandar says, no, Shandar's lived in good meat for a few years, popular amongst the town loggers. Can be a bully and a blowhard, but there's nothing that he wouldn't do for his friends. Yes, but they're both these candidates. They both lived here for a long time. Uh, Olavesa's family has been here since this town's founding. Interesting. You don't think Shandar's only lived here for a few years. And you don't think there might be some kind of, you know, uh, nepotism going on here? New ideas might be needed, new blood in Well, town. they haven't run the town ever, her family. 
They make casks. What I'm thinking about is an outside influence. Someone that knows what they're doing and knows how to do it right. Uh, you want to be the leader? I think Ricky Steele is going to throw his hat in the ring. Well, I'm sorry we're not going to elect someone who's never been in this town before. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see about that. <laughs> Ricky, if it makes you feel any better, this one would not have voted for you. Yes, I'm probably not a great leader, but I'm the best we've got right now. <laughs> I would have voted for you. See? Same. Yeah, this you one vote, wouldn't buddy. have voted for you because this one prefers you stay with us. Yeah, he can do the job. He doesn't have to live here, right? Uh, I, I think that that's entirely... This one thinks that's entirely the point. Yes, I didn't really think that through. I might Wait, have, the speaker yeah. has to live in the town? Yes, it might have been a full-time job that I didn't that's, want. I thought that, this one thought that was obvious to everyone else. Well, I just thought I could become elected the speaker of every city in Tin Towns, and then everything would be hunky-dory. Oh, wait. <laughs> I like this idea. No, it's, it's too much. It's too complicated. It's too convoluted. We haven't worked out the details. Emperor of two, Tin Towns. Too much Tin Towns for us. It's clear that uh, we should put our votes behind the dwarf, who makes the delicious, delicious sweet nectar of beer. Yes. Olivesa or Shander? What you saying? Shander. You're saying the new one. The newer one. Yeah. Who's loyal to his friends. New ideas. Ricky said that. Jordan, when's the, when's the election? <laughs> Do you remember? It in two days, one day. We don't have very much time. Jordan? He's looking at the bees. Look at him. Oh, he's so distracted right now. It's kind of cute. Let's punch him in the chest. <laughs> Jordan. Jordan. <laughs> yeah. When's <Sorry>. the election? <laughs> <laughs> Talking to a screen over here. No. <laughs> Uh, can we cast our votes today or tomorrow, or do we have? Yes, to? you can cast them early, and we'll put that on, put in that one. All right. Hey, John, I got a completely unrelated question. Yes. Get real close. My eyes will get real squinty. What's the blood night? The blood night. The blood light. Blood night. Blood night. It was on the back of the newspaper. Oh, I don't know. I've never heard of that before. You don't know what that means? They come with the storm? No, I don't. Okay, no biggie. Back to the election. Sorry. This one will vote for Shandar. What about you, Ricky? I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, it's a toss-up, you know. On one, Literally is a toss-up. On one hand, you've got Shandar Froth. You know, dwarf, great leader, lumber, man of the people. On the other hand, they've got Olavessa. She's been here forever with her family. She must have a finger on the pulse of uh, good mead. I'm a little bit leaning toward Olavessa, but only because I'm horny. Going to be completely honest with you about that. I don't see any horns on you. Different thing? Let's not talk about it. Shandar, though. Hmm. Never been with a dwarf. All right, uh, anyone else have opinions on this? Because I'm done. Barry? Yeah, I'm not the best judge of character. I'll go with what uh, Traveler said. Dwarf. Dwarf. Shandar. Drax, what do you think? I think anyone that can spend their time building casks to house the mead and uh, works hard for the town and believes in it is someone 
that perhaps will be strong for the town. Cannot trust uh, someone that drinks too much. I think I will vote for Oliversa. Shit. What's her job? I've she makes the barrels? She makes, yeah, the casks for the... And what's Shanda's job? He's a logger. Oh, I think he's a... I was thinking he's a logger. L-A-G-E-R. He's a beer. He's a humanoid beer. He didn't make... He doesn't make beer? I stand no. by my vote. Oh. No. I changed my vote. I want to vote for both. So I don't have to lose regardless of who wins. You cannot vote for both. <laughs> I'm going to vote that they co-run the town as a co-speaker. My decision is just, final. Just fucking vote. <laughs> just fucking vote, dude. My decision is final. <laughs> I like Shanda. I don't want the person who makes the barrels and running the town. Alright. Shanda's my vote. So that's two and two. Uh, Ricky Steele's vote is thrown away. As it's three and says. one. Yeah, there's only one who voted for Oh, three and one. Okay. Well, that'll affect uh, the actual total vote when I roll Ricky that. just threw away his vote. Yes, because I don't <laughs> want to lose. Just voted for a system that doesn't exist. It's called a protest vote. It's not a... That's not a protest it vote. It is a protest vote. I studied politics. <laughs> <laughs> you minored in politics. I have a major in politics. I have a minor in psychology. Wait, now maybe the other way it's around. It's the other way around. I took over the classes for both. <laughs> Wait, Ricky Steele's got that stuff? Because you were saying it in his voice. <laughs> yes, I went to school. For politics. No. No, psychology. <laughs> you can swim in the pool very well then. Yes, I went for... What? are you talking about? Politics. No, the politics. <laughs> this is all need to be edited out right away. <laughs> so off track. Now we're doing? Yes, uh, we've, we've done we go, the votes. We go to the meat, the meat place. We're getting now. drunk again. Going to the meat hall? Yes. All right, you head over to the meat hall. Once again, you enter. There's everyone celebrating. Um... People, some people are still tending to the goats and sheep outside. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, and taking some of the, you know, the barrels and whatnot, moving around. Um, but as people, as you guys are sitting there drinking, uh, more people kind of shuffle in as they finish their jobs. And everyone's kind of in a great mood and celebrating. Good made. We returned it and everything, but... All the other towns we went to, it was like... The dark were fucking shit up, you know? Ash and this was large, giant things. Your point? I don't know. I just don't know what we're gonna do, what we're gonna do. But I gotta feel like... They're... They're doing stuff. I'm just... I can't really connect. It feels like there's a bunch of dots out there and I can't connect them. I'm, I'm with you. It's like a constellation, but no image forming. You know, stars in the sky. But you can't see what it's making yet. Paths are often obfuscated by the weather, by snow, by fog, by light, by darkness. And yet they usually all connect in one way or another. That just means sometimes you just have to walk on, even if you can't see it. Keep walking, keep walking, it, keep walking. And then it'll present itself. Speaking of keeping on walking, where do we go next? Well, let me take a look at this map. Yeah, it seems like there's seems two Seems like paths. there's a pretty close uh, place here. The uh, Dugan's yeah, Hole. Go south, we can do that. Or we go to Bryn Shanda. 
That's where you're from, right, Barry? Yeah, yeah Rinch End area. Big city, yes. Yeah, it's a, it's a tourist trap, but it's home. It's a nice place. Nice enough. Dugan's Hole to the south. Oh, well, there's only one good road down there, so if we want to go see Dugan's Hole, we go there next. But if we're okay with not seeing it, we just skip it and go north and then west. This one has heard that Dugan's Hole is rather dirty. Um... Not a whole lot of reason to go there right now. Yes, I've, I've heard some rumors as well about Dugan's Hole. We've all heard rumors about Dugan's Hole. It's a place that's, you know, well, we know. What? Ricky, you been in Dugan's Hole? Let's say that Dugan's Hole is full of itself and leave it there. It's very oh. full of itself. I've been to Dugan's Hole once, drunkenly, for a concert. How was it? Let me tell you, there's not a lot to look at around there. To Bryn Shandir, then? I don't know. Do we, anyone have anything for Dugan's Hole? No. Something to look at? No. He uh, literally just said nothing is there to look at. Oh, I meant the people. I, this one knows. They're quite unattractive. But we have no reason to go to Dugan's Hole right now while well, we've heard a decent amount about Bryn Shandir. That's true, but... You know, there may be a puzzle piece there that we're missing, but, you know, we can always backtrack, I guess. The only thing is, well, we'll probably have to wait till tomorrow to travel. Which is fine. Hmm. Kid, do you have something you want to do? I got a million things I want to do. Yes. Well, I mean, you and Thrax did a great job today, so I'm, I'm really going to, to be honest with you. The Dread Moose treads in your mind? Ooh, get smiles at both of those things that they say. Um, thank you. I'm glad we did good Ricky Steele. And yeah, I think about the Dread Moose, but that's far away. It's very far away. I also want... But the Dread Moose is to the north, correct? It's along that we had to go down the east way to get to there, but yeah. But I think about... And he turns and looks at Barry. I, th- I think about Barry. And where he's from. And what he's doing. And I wouldn't mind seeing his hometown. He said it's a tourist trap, whatever that is. Tourist traps, lots of opportunity for people like us. Tourist trap means money. Yeah, it's exactly, exactly, traveler. Yeah, that's, Not that this one cares, but... That's, that's why I set up my shop there. You know, good flux of people. Well, everyone wants to get, you know... I tell them, tattoos. Like a, yeah, like a, a word like a, on them or something. Like a know, commemorative t- tattoo. You know, like something maybe on the rib cage, right? You know, right underneath the armpit. This one's sorry, Barry. Why did you get low and creepy when you were talking about giving it, people word tattoos? Can you spell that in barbed wire? I'm so burned out on it. Uh, actually, I've been meaning to get a barbed wire tattoo. Trust me, you don't need it, buddy. Barry, could you do a sort of uh, brown devil-like creature who spins around very quickly in a destructive motion? Yeah, I, I like what you're thinking. Some mm-hmm. kind of devil, maybe? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. Be interesting. I could think of something. Sounds aesthetically unappealing. But if you got me drunk enough, I'd probably like it. Let's Let's drink some of this mead and... I guess we will go to a tourist trap town. We gotta celebrate. Today was a great success. Yes, we did a great job today. First time we haven't really fucked anything up. Do you guys bad. know what Grim said about parallels? 
Janice and the Schwingwa and the Fox got away, and we did good to gay. Oh my god. You know, does, isn't there something there? I can connect those dots. Connect with dots you need to. Let's I'm, have some meat. I'm getting fucked up. What do you think about later tonight if this bar fills up? You got a song? Oh god. <laughs> Just have some meat. Think about it. Yes. Think about it. Sing about the giants and ogres. No, sing about the fox and the schwingla. Or the goats. Who are the bear? Yes, Ricky. Compose an entire song based on your experiences no more than six hours ago. Yes, I can do that. Give me ten minutes. <laughs> are you fucking stupid? Alright, the fox and the twingler though. That sounds cool. I like that idea. I'm writing that one down in my book. Alright, uh, yeah, you guys drink there? <laughs> you do also do know that Dugan's Hole, there was a reason to go there, and that people live in fear of a winter wolf that are the size of horses. Oh, yeah. Could be cool. Wolf on wolf action. I'm scared of Dugan's Hole, y'all. I'm very scared of Dugan's Hole. I'm excited. I don't the titular south of uh, Stop. Dale. All right, yeah, titular south, wolf on wolf action. You know, I think we, I think we got a theme going. That on. could be, that could be worth checking out. So, uh, before the night ends, if I have a few in me, I'd like to uh, pull out my shell phone. My oh. shell. Oh. <laughs> Did you say shell phone? <laughs> Jeez. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you call it, you pull out your shell phone. Absolutely. Hey, Scython, you hellspawn bag of shit. What are you doing? Give me, give me the good news. I'm just gonna like yell some random shit to him if I if we've been drinking meat all night and I remember liking Scython and you know just reaching out to him basically asking if he has any news but like in a sloppy way. We're drunk as shit on the boat. Hell yeah, brother! Here <laughs> back. Oh, damn. Yeah, he's he's totally Barry. Pissed. Did you ask? Did you ask him for nudes? No news. Mm. Let's hope he heard that. Yeah, he was... He was a few sheets to the wind. Yeah, I just figure, uh... Don't hurt to, uh, keep a good tether on that tiefling, uh... You know? He has his, uh... He's he, like you, he, he can kind of keep us tapped into what's going on. He seems like good people. Yeah. We don't have to make a decision about where we go tonight, but... In the morning. Revelry tonight. And then this one we'll talk to you all in the morning. And uh, Pilgrim will go um, outside and listen to people walk uh, their paths. Absolutely. How does he do it? He had like three times the amount we all drank. Oh, yeah. I should have said I was crushing mead. <laughs> no, yeah. I imagine there's yeah. like a... Yeah, I did not this, say that. This mead is... It, this is the best drink in all of Ten Towns. And it, this I'm place is renowned. Slamming it. Yeah. It's like drinking with Branson when you order a beer, he orders two and then finishes two when you get half done with yours. Yeah, it's too much. <laughs> I don't know how Grim does it, but he's all hands on deck when it comes to drinking. To be honest, it's quite impressive. Yeah, there's something going on with him. He's, he's different than any human I've encountered. 
Yeah, but... Did you guys see him in the fight? He's just kind of standing there for a little bit. I didn't move at all. Yeah. I didn't... And again... Nothing... I'm just... Did you guys see that? Yeah, I noticed it. Yeah, same. I wasn't he, really paying attention to him. Oh, I didn't see it, no. Because I just saw it in the corner of my eye. He's just standing there. I think, like, have a minute. I think he's just trying to help in his own way. Yeah, it's true. His, his uh, skill set is different from ours. I did that, feel his help on the way in there. Yes. Very valuable, but mysterious. The path he walks that he leads us to. I just... It, yeah. It doesn't seem like... Yeah. Makes me nervous too, I guess he's all. He knows he's leading us to what? On this mess. Just kinda. Yeah. Well have a little sleep and then we'll travel tomorrow. Uh, first cheers. 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 Yeah, you all drink and uh proceed you have your own rooms, uh or I should say a couple rooms that you guys are free to stay in. Uh there's no problem there. Uh, you guys drink till you get ready to go to bed. However, Barry and Skid, while you guys are sleeping, you are haunted by insane nightmares. Phantasmal nightmares. You are twisting and turning in your sleep. Everyone awakens the next morning. However, Barry and Skid do not get the benefit of a long rest. Is there any specific is there any specific imagery to the nightmare that I would remember? Yeah, uh, screaming faces, a tribe almost. Okay. A tribe almost. You said in screaming faces. Yeah. Did the tribe look like it was from up here, from the far, far north? You probably like assume that's the only tribe you've. Yeah, ten towns yeah. tribe. Yeah. You all wake up then in the morning. Uh, Barry and Skid not having the effects of their long rest. You guys are both very tired. Um, you don't feel like anything's changed from your sleep. Um, but you all did get uh, 660 experience. Barry, Skid, you look like shit. Uh, yeah. I don't think, I don't think Brenchen did. I think we need to... I think Dogen's is... The wolf. I don't feel good. I think we made the wrong choice. I think we need to switch. I think we need to go south. To the hole? To the hole. I, I, I had this dream, and I just think we made the wrong choice. Trust the path that stretches out before you, Skid. But I don't want... Is that okay with everybody? I don't want to make the decision for everybody. Well, I mean, you did do a great job leading us on our recent expedition, so I'd say... You look you, tired, though. It's up to you. I didn't sleep well. I don't feel good. Do you need to vomit? It's like I feel hungry, but I'm so sick. Yeah, you, uh, you dream of anything, Skid? Yeah. Uh, why? Well, yeah. Why? I didn't sleep very well either. I, I saw, like, screaming faces and... Uh, like Some, uh, fur-covered tribes. I don't know, some just random, uh, I don't know. Tribes and shit, I don't know. You had the same dream I had? Did I? Flashing in front of me, those faces. Screaming and shit. This one might think it 
could be related to what we took from the tomb, and this one apologizes for assuming that no harm would come to us. They were dead, though. One's path does not end upon death, Thrax. Mm. You're saying that that uh, that tomb, perhaps a ghost, or you're saying that's a ghost or something in these items. Something like that, yes, possibly. I, this one could be wrong about it. Is there? Are you capable of fixing this, Pilgrim? No. Mm. Perhaps we seek out someone to help you. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. Why don't we just? We have an idea of where it started. We can just keep going, going to the home, going to do his home. And then, if it keeps happening, we can go back to the temple, try to figure it out. To the hole, then. Yeah. Oh. Yes, the D hole. All right. Well, you um, leave the leave the uh, meat hall, in slash meat hall, and uh, you would know that. The distance between Goodmead and Dugan's Hole, it's about six miles, so only two hours on, like, Dog Sled or, horse, or uh, Axe Peak, four-hour walk. And, yeah. We'll walk, we'll put our crampons on and all that good shit, snowshoes. Is there, like, a, a religious place in here? A church? No, the only thing that you notice know here is that, uh, is that shrine. Yeah. Okay. Stop destroying on the way out of town. Yes, perhaps paying your respects might help. Is, 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 is it, was it a fountain? No, the uh, body of the old speaker's laying there. Oh, yeah. Just say a blessing there. Take this fucking shit off me. Let me sleep. Fuck you. Thank you. Well said. <laughs> and we'll go south. Dukin's Very good. Uh, you begin down the road to the south. Uh, this road is clearly yes less used than any other road you've seen so far. At least even you know between towns and everything. Uh, a lot of people do not come this way. Oh, <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> it's boding well for us. You begin heading southwest. Uh, you are walking along the red waters to your south. Um, but you do see that as you leave the forest of good of good and everything, uh, the land becomes more and more just like an arctic tundra. There is literally nothing here. There's open plains. The snowpack is getting deeper as you walk, and it is literally desolate out here, minus the fact of the frozen wild waters to your south and dun- like plantless tundra to your north. I, I pick up skid. Hold him I'm back since he's tired. Thanks, man. Thanks. It's a uh, long day. Wind whips around you guys. It's very cold here. Um, and it is uneventful for about four hours because there is literally nothing here. It's just an open space. Not a lot of tree cover even on the side. Nothing. There is no tree cover just whatsoever. Tundra, you say, it's right? Arctic tundra. Well, this sucks. Yeah, this place is boring as fuck. You guys, it... The nightmare, I just thought this was the white wolf. Trust the paths. We'll find this wolf of yours, and we'll slay it. Well, we could be friended. Keep heading on. 
depending on eventually uh, with the unchanging scenery of both the red, frozen red waters to the south and the desolate tundra to your north very uh, far in the distance you do see what looks like a monolith rising up ahead of you uh, you would know that this monolith is found in Dugan's Hole. Yes. Uh, this is kind of a... Really the only reason that people ever go to Dugan's Hole. This is the... Uh, what would be called the 20 Stones of Thrun. Uh, there's a large monolith in the middle. Then uh, there's these uh, crudely fashioned granite... Uh, smaller towers surrounding it in the form of a triangle, basically. Um... Townsfolk have, obviously, their local legends. Uh, scholars have tried to research uh, the origin of the structure, and Thrun is the... There are allusions to a creature named Thrun and the oldest legends of the northern folk. I put my E backwards for Thrun and Dugan's Hole. Just to really... Well, it's spelled T-H-R-U-U-N. <laughs> Good thing you used an E there. Fitting. For you? <laughs> Dugan's hole. Yes. Hey, Ricky, this place don't look too bad. What were you talking about? Oh, trust me, it's a fucking nightmare. You'll find out soon enough. Yes, you had Southwest. Um, head southwest, uh, straight into town. As if you that, as you get closer, God, stumbling over my words here. Because you're nervous about Dugan's hole. I know I am. As you get closer, you see basically this tiny little, tiny little town. Well, uh, well built. This is not well built. This is they are. <laughs> uh, it's kind of in the middle of the only. Uh, uh, the only basically, like basically, uh, hill, the only hills noticeable is in this area, which may have been man-made, like considering the Thrun uh, thing, the Thrun Spire. But that's the only thing protecting it from the winds. Everything outside this town is literally desolate tundra. You see shadowy figures on the lake. Uh, they're sitting still. They are likely ice fishing because that's the only thing that they can do to survive out here. There is literally nothing else for them. Uh, the town itself, it is, as you would think, uh, just tucked away, um, all wood. It does not look very welcoming, <laughs> and uh, it looks very, very just empty. Hello. Hello. Anyone here? <coughs> I told you this place sucks. Where's the bar? What do you mean, where's the bar? The tavern, anywhere to go to warm up. This time I was booked here for a show I played into someone's house. It Let's go there. It wasn't really a house, it was a shack. I was told to be expected, you know, very many things, that I would get 80% of the cut. Guess what I got? Absolutely fucking nothing. <laughs> Did they cut you? I don't even fucking remember. I just got shit-faced, I woke up... Eight hours away, and he's saving. This was recently, then? No, this was like three years ago. Oh. Hello. Hello. Anyone here in Dugan's Hole? 
You see some like the closest person on the ice like look at you and just look back to fishing. Uh, you know, as you enter the town, you come from the northeast. Uh, Red waters are there. You can see that the piers are completely fucking frozen. The boats, uh, one of them, is, one of the piers is absolutely destroyed at the longer pier. Uh, there are two boats that are frozen solid in there, but it does not look like they had any economy. Whereas good meat had some economy over the uh, on the water as well. Is now and now just stuck making using bees. Dugan's Hole probably relied only on fishing near the shore. Had no sort of economy of even leaving the pier area. This is even shittier than last time. <laughs> Told you we didn't want to come here. Whatever, it's skid. Are you okay? No, I'm kind of. I'm kind of down, I think. And, uh, I think I made the... I'm pretty sure we're all down right now after seeing the pitiful state of this town. Maybe there's a place to stay. Maybe there's something here. Yes. Barry, what? Yeah. Think about it as an opportunity. There's a lot of good we can do here. Hey, y'all, we got the icebreaker here, and we got Mr. Magic Hands that can manipulate the water and ice. So y'all can see that shitty-looking pier? You can get that spanking new. What do you think about that? Pilgrims gets her to look to the pier. Imagine a piece of wood falls off of it as he looks at it. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's so cold. <laughs> yeah. It's maybe the speaker's somewhere. I don't know. It's, let's find the town speaker. There's a... That looks kind of like a house. Is that a nice one up there? I can't yep. tell. Well, up ahead you see, uh, you know, what looks like the pier. Uh, this used to be like... look. You want to say a boardwalk of sorts, but the smallest boardwalk you've ever seen. <coughs> there is a longhouse that looks like it has not been used in quite some time. And the speaker's house, which is not by any stretch of the imagination anything nice. It looks like a standard cabin. Well, that's the speaker's house. Let's just bust in, tell them what's up, and get the fucking things done. All right, let us do that. Yeah, you're walking there. You see a. Uh, Three people walking by. Man, they look like uh, hey, hey, hey. They they're ignoring you completely. Uh, <laughs> These are humans. Yes, they are humans. Hello. Well, they don't. They don't even care about you. Don't know how many, but them wolves as big as horses. And one says the other one. What? Well, where are the wolves as big as horses? Hey, shut up. Uh, um, the one who says that has small, misshapen ears. Thrax, they seem to not take kindly to travelers. I don't think that one they can have pointed teeth and have a vocabulary and everything. Uh, and this person well. also has pointed teeth. Who says this? What's your name there, son? I don't think they're talking to you. Yeah, they're just walking by saying this. Oh, gotcha. One flicks you off. I don't think they like you very much, Thrax. Kind of ugly. Yes, we'll get to you. Cute, too. in their own little way. Yes, Those ears. No, uh-huh, they were asking us for food. I didn't want to give them nothing. Yes, over here in the stuff. Okay. Uh, to the to the town speakers, all the town hall. Let's go, whatever it is. Hopefully, this fucking town speaker is dead like the last town. <laughs> Are you heading to this, the speaker? Yeah, we'll walk into the speaker's <clears throat> townhouse. Yeah, in the speaker's house, <clears throat> there's about 12 soldiers. Uh, you know this to be the entire military of Dugan's Hole. 
population here is about 50 people only, so it is very, very small. Uh, you walk in. There is a human who is kind of sitting at a small round table, just going over notes. But uh, you can kind of see that she has gear of a trapper on. Uh, looks like she's a little bit older and is trying to basically like doesn't want to doesn't really seem like she wants to even be a speaker. She seems like she's determined to like work outside and things, etc. You entered? Yes. And she says, well, what we have coming in here now? I'm Ricky Steele. These are the Path Walkers. I played a show here a few years back. Sure you remember it? Because there's not much going on here. Well, then, for the rest of your friends, I'm Speaker Edgar. Pleasure to have your acquaintance. What you doing here? You're here to help with the wolf problem or what? Yes. Our friend Skid over here, a small one, heard of this wolf problem and uh, beset us, his friend group, slash partners in crime, slash adventurers, the Pathwalkers, to come to Dugan's Hole and fix your problems. Well, hell. Then there's enough talking. You should get walking, huh? Yes, walking where exactly? Well, the wolves are out there. They talk to people, so we might as well ask them. Yes, uh, your residents so far have been giving us the cold shoulder. My compatriot Thraxius tried to engage with several of them, and they flipped him off. Well, you have to see that most everyone outside of this town don't give a shit about us, so I don't give a shit about you. Yes, well, I'm trying to give a shit about you. Well, we're going to have to prove that. Uh, speaker, I, uh, this one apologizes for interrupting. But two of our compatriots are desperately in need of a place to stay. Is there a, a place we could find some respite before we were to tackle the wolf problem for you? Yeah, right south of this here building's another one with a couple boxes you can lay on. Thank you. Yeah. Hospitality is great. Yeah, we don't really have anything to be hospitable with. There's no there shit. Any empty houses for us? Yeah, the one I just told you about. Mm. Now go lay on the boxes. That's all I got to offer you. Where's the hole of Dugan? I think it's a metaphor, Thrax. Yeah, people like you that come from the outside call this the hole. The shithole. Feeling big right now, big boy? You can get the hell out of my fucking house. Uh, don't believe he means you any harm. It's just uh, abrasive. But not yeah, well, I'm not here to take your fucking unkind words to me. So get the fuck out of my house. Either deal with the wolves or don't come back. Heard. Thank you, Speaker. Um, may you walk the paths. Exit post haste. Guys, I think we should leave. Who cares? It's wolves kill all them. Thrax, just because one person doesn't show you kindness means they deserve to die a horrible death. Yes. We came here to do good. Well, wolves hunt the weak. They say the wolves talk, Thrax. That, How can you not want to see that? That is interesting. That's a gift I was just given. Hmm. Perhaps they talk to us. Maybe we can negotiate some sort of deal with them. They leave the people of Dugan's Hole alone. They help us out. Let's find those boxes and make sure that Barry and Skid feel okay. 
We'll get no help from this curse here. Sorry, brother. Sorry, Barry. Yeah, no worries. It's all gravy. Um, Skittle take out the Pearl of Power. Okay. And try to use it. Try to recover a spell slot. Yeah, it works. Alright. I'll recover a spell slot. Okay. There you go. Does anything happen with the pearl or? Nope. It works perfectly. Mm. I'll recover one of my second level spells. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. Well, that's the house over there. Looks half dilapidated, and does seem to have some cardboard boxes inside of it. <laughs> yeah, it looks it looks like basically everywhere else in this town. There's nothing nice to offer you here. You all want to rest up and uh, discuss our next move? Uh, Sounds like a good idea. Yeah. Settle down here before our next move. And soon we'll be talking to wolves. Hopefully, they're more hospi- hospitable than the people of Dugan's Hole.